So I redid the theme song, but I don't really like it. Um, let's hear it. I like it. You don't like it? So there's a couple issues. Okay. One, I feel like there's more pausing in it. I mean, I think it's a little shorter, which mm. is something you've been commenting on. Uh, <sighs> no, no, I'm not saying as a slight. I'm saying you've been commenting on, commenting on it being. I know, a but shorter. I liked it being long. It was just something fun to rip you about. Okay. Well, well, I can work on that. Um, the other part is there's a lot of emptiness because it, like it revs up and then it chops yeah. down and revs mm-hmm. up and chops down, mm-hmm. which sounded good on the front end but then i looped it back in i'm here for it the other part too is the mixer for some reason keeps pitching down the music so it's it's actually supposed to be oh, let me see if i can do this real quick so you see the pitch is a little bit more cheerful as well mm-hmm Yeah, something about the bit rate on here keeps pitching things down. I hear. And I also hear what you mean about that, like, drop. Yeah, I think it, you can it drops s- one too many times. Yeah. Also, I think you can come in and start, like, right before the first drop. Start I what? think you can come in, like, five seconds after where it starts right now. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that's, again, if you want a uh, shorter theme, which I'm fine with. No, I didn't mean to make it shorter. I meant... I mean, we talk straight through it anyway, so it's not like yes, we wait for that's it. That's very true. That's very true. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'll give it another pass. I'm not a music. <laughs> I, I I don't want to be a music person. Mm. I don't want to start having to engineer music. Um, I get it. Yeah, but if I hadn't fire lost, yourself. If I hadn't lost the uh, <laughs> files in the first place, oh my fine. god! I did find. Ew. Though. Oh, that's great. I'm sad that you don't have the original theme. I mean, I guess if you wanted to, you could Absolutely. export it from, I don't know, one of the 50 episodes. <laughs> so the problem is we talked through oh, all of them. Oh, but we talked through all of them. Um, I have, obviously, I have the original music, and I can probably, if I listen to another episode, I can recut it to mm-hmm. an approximation of it. But um, yeah, I mean, it's also where 40-something episodes in, a refresh isn't the worst thing in the world. No, it's not. I just don't know if this particular refresh is the one. Hey. Hi. Ooh, yeah. how are you? I'm doing all right. How's the flop house? Those fortress of solitude. Uh, also known as the trap house. Are we calling it the trap? Um, I like. I think it's the trap. Definitely not the flop. <laughs> that the flop house won't, won't. work. I know we had some thoughts on calling it the trap house. We did, but you and I are allowed. We can call any place we are the trap house. Okay. You can call it crack house. Uh, we won't. Yeah. But we could. I'm, I was leaning towards Fortress of Solitude as Too well. long. I was really there for Ephemera House. House of Ephemera. It sounds like you're on pose. Right. Also doesn't work. The um, category is <laughs> memoir. <clears throat> oh, there's my A. I was looking for my A Ephemera. I don't know how. But I think uh, I'm going to stay. leave it here. Uh, I need you to not be able to have no bitches up in this piece. Somebody got to be like, what's the A for? It's the first letter of the alphabet. Oh, that's 
that's nice that you have something all set it's, for I mean, that. That's that's. I'm just saying that's not the thing. So nobody would have that. That's not it. So I need to still keep something a little sprinkled around mm-hmm. here. Um. So yeah. So for those who aren't keeping up, you have a new office. We haven't talked about here. that here. No, I don't. I don't think we, we have. have not. I don't think we have. Um. Yeah. I think, I think we talked about it on writing, writing practice. practice yeah. Yeah. Um. But I think. Uh. Yeah. So a couple of weeks ago or two weeks, it happened pretty fast. Um, I know. <laughs> you walked in and said, "So hey, listen, I walk I'm right moving into out." That. That's not how it worked. I don't think that's how it happened quite. I was more like, hey, so I rented another office. Oh, that's ballsy. Yeah. I think it was, I'm looking at another office. No. I did not give them any money before you knew. You told me you were, you had a new office. And they right, but it. I hadn't given you, I haven't, I had not yet signed the lease or anything. You, that's not what you presented. Oh, had me. I? You presented that you <laughs> have a new office. Yeah, so... Uh, the revisionist history is amazing okay. on this one. Maybe not, maybe. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember looking at places and then deciding on this place. But in my head, I had not yet fully pulled the trigger until I told you. And I told but you, whatever. My, my biggest thing was feeling like I pushed you out of here. Which you did not. <clears throat> I pushed me out of here. Mm-hmm. And we pushed me out of here. And Good Talk Productions pushed me out of here. And Mulligan Incorporated pushed me out of here. Because all those things are headquartered here. But Aaliyah mm-hmm. S. King, the writer, is not. Right. And I was you feeling... You unmoored. Yes, I felt very unmoored. I felt like my desk was moving further and further and further into the corner and it hadn't but it I had not moved one iota but except, I felt when, it. except there are points when there's four people in here but right. <laughs> um there were children mm-hmm. here and quite to be quite frank and i think it's important to say this because a lot of people listening i think um you'll be here in five have minutes been, so i just got the text message oh yeah i will be uh have been a part of my journey my personal journey since pre-molly and there was a moment when I said, I'm leaving my apartment and I have a, a room of one's own. Um, Virginia Woolf, a famous writer, famously said that a woman who wants to write needs a room of her own, a room of one's own. In the exact opposite direction of right. <laughs> here. So I did get a room of one's own uh, at Third Space in Newark. Um, but very quickly, it became not a room of one's own. In the best and most glorious yeah, of ways. Go ahead, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I went from, okay, this is my dainty little office to I produce podcasts and I need a studio and now my man is in here too and whatever. Things change. Um, and the beauty of it is that I was able to rein it in and see from the outside looking in, okay, so what does need to happen? And I was like, I got to. Mm-hmm. Get my own space. So I am in the Newark Foundry building in Newark, New Jersey. It's very beautiful. Martin Luther King Boulevard. Yes, I am very excited to be able to say that. Never mind. I won't say it. What? Um, it's too late now. It's too late. Yeah. You know, the the Jay-Z and Beyonce song. Where do you talk about? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so I love it. It's a beautiful building. I have a tiny, 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 tiny little office in the attic. Um, it's not an office. It's a room. And uh, we call it the trap house because it's just, it's not very trappy, actually. I, so I, I made the joke of it being a trap because it, was, it served one purpose. Correct. And that was to make product. Yes. 
That is true. That, that's true. Um, also the trap because it's sort of hidden. Like if I'm having a meeting or something, mm-hmm. we're coming here. Sure. I'm not telling anybody to come meet me there to talk about so X, Y, Z. Me whole address. I mean, um, <laughs> um, but I'm not taking any meetings there. Right. Like it's literally. So what I find frightening about it, I was there all day today, is that first of all, I missed you quite a bit. That's frightening. Um. Yeah. Kind of. It's kind of. I mean, it's not like we don't live together. Um, so yeah, it was kind of frightening. Missing you wasn't frightening. You mm-hmm. not being across from me was frightening mm-hmm. because I realized just how much you kind of have your hand on my back throughout the day. Like I didn't mm-hmm. eat anything right. until very late in the day. Mm-hmm. I didn't take my meds. Um, lots of different things that you kind of, I take for granted. We're like, oh, so nobody's going to remind me to do this. <laughs> like even, this is really sad. I'm doing my 1 p.m. stand-up meeting. And in my mind, I'm thinking, like, I'm not taking notes mm-hmm. because I'm expecting you and I <laughs> to, to talk, talk about, about the, the right, meeting afterwards. After, like, right. So in my head, I'm like, ooh, I know Shane about to say something about X, Y, Z. Th-. And I'm like, no, he's not. He's not in here. What's Shane going to say something about? Shut up. <laughs> um, just small things even mm-hmm. that I chuckle about and I'm looking to, like, chuckle. And right. I'm like, he's not. So that was kind of weird but what's also weird is having nothing but work in front of you and no mm-hmm. the computer that is there um doesn't have any access to social media mm-hmm. self-control is set every day so i can't go to twitter i can't go to instagram i can't go to facebook can't go to h&m can't go to amazon can't go to any of my sites um and there's nothing to do but work yeah, my productivity today was higher as well. Um, yeah. Uh, worked out, well, the first run at the theme song. Did a little bit more on the website. A um, couple other things. So, yeah, it was. I, I read because I'm working on what I'm working on. So I did some reading. Um, yeah, the things that might not have happened if you were here. Yeah. Um, we make... In terms of our work day, if you could just drop like a, a mic from the ceiling, we're always good at making content yes. and doing all those things and yes. and being not on, but on mm-hmm. um, the behind the scenes, fix this, tweak that, do the things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I see where the space is helpful. Yeah. Um, barring the trap, I, I imagine it's going to be a point. There would have been a point where. We're alternating who's just going to be home on certain days or yeah. whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are things that I'm doing that I don't necessarily need to be here. Even to the extent of playing with the toys can be a distraction. Um, mixers, cameras, blah, blah, blah. Like I can slide off of reading or or doing some writing into, let me see how this lens works again. Yep. Let me jump on YouTube and get the tutorial Absolutely. and learn the things and blah, blah, blah. So There's still a little corner of my bedroom. That can accommodate someone who's home and needs to work. Mm-hmm. I've decided that will not be a video anything. Mm, nice. Because. And just, I you know. have decided that I might need some type of video set up in the trap. 
after they shut you down. Um, well, that's for a very specific reason. That wasn't like you trying to produce right. things. Right. Um, your Mac camera is just trash. I can't. I, I I read up and I was just like, I'm disgusted. From what I gather, it's a software issue, not a hardware issue. So mm. we might be able to find some other camera apps or well, tweaks the, or whatever. The reason why, because I was looking through my photos in mm. my photo booth app, and lots of them look great. The reason why is because it's fine if you have, if you're in a natural light. Right. But my space is no windows, no nothing. So mm-hmm. it's just the light that's there. So that's really the big, the reason why it's so sucky. Well, no, I, I was reading up on it too and it was live. It was just like folks complaining that it was too dark. Mm-hmm. And that one person was like, I almost bought a light kit. Uh, camera shouldn't be that dark. Not for a MacBook Air that costs right. as much as it does. But again, it's, it seems say, like it's a, it seems like it's, a, it's the, it's the, camera app itself not the camera so if we can potentially find a better app we might be able to help you out that's not true i've got plenty of camera apps on that computer and it looks sucky yeah. for all of them facetime photo booth imovie they all look the same yeah. um i have to say that i'm really disappointed with this laptop and i have been apple only since i guess 1999 i got mm-hmm. my first Apple product. Mm-hmm. It's my entire ecosystem. You know, right. um, cult of Mac is me all day. Right. But I've always felt like I'm cultish about it, but because it works. Mm-hmm. I've never had a virus in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just certain things that work. Right. And, and I've you, never. You bought back to back Mac products now that have been a little janky out the box. Yeah, two. The first one, though, the desktop is doing much better after I stopped with the Chrome. Mm hmm. Still not quite as fast as I wanted it to be, mm-hmm. but that's because I didn't up the right. whatever that I normally do. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I think I'm just not used to, this is what the entry level looks like. It's right. not that particularly that fast. Mm-hmm. But the laptop... You said you might upgrade anyway. You yeah. See, so I, this is not podcast conversation, but it's not. take the de- desktop to the trap, like I was saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nah, I like the laptop there. It's, it's, it fits... Okay. Um, like I wouldn't even be able to see around, like my around laptop. To what? My laptop faces. Like I keep my door open. Oh, okay. And my laptop faces the hallway. Mm. It's just a little too claustrophobic sure. if I don't keep it open. So that would be weird. Um, so sidebar. I'm sitting in my office, my room. Somebody comes up, and. Dude stands in the hallway, kind of turns his head to the side. Don't know him. I only went met one husband and wife couple who were right across from me. And I'm on the phone. So I motioned to him, like, you know, like to my speakerphone or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, no problem. And just stands there. And I'm like, nah, that meant go away. That didn't mean wait. Right. Um, but it just so happened that my call ended. And he was like, so you're the new cute therapist. Why does everybody think you're the therapist? I think maybe there was going to be a therapist there and didn't, the person didn't, I don't know. Excuse me. But. This is the second therapist check-in. Yes, but the first therapist check-in was normal. Oh, are you the therapist that's going to be there? Mm. Nope, I'm not. I'm a writer. Oh, okay. But now it's, so you're the cute therapist. I didn't like that, Shane. Do I have to come through? You don't, but I didn't like it. You you don't, a word of reflection. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Um, and I think it's the kind of thing I would not speak about, 
because there's always that chance that people could be like, oh, poor you. Somebody called you cute and now you feel like you want to take offense. And that's mm, not. That, oh, yeah. That sounds like a lot of old niggas. <laughs> that's that. a lot of nigglets, too. Mm. That's a lot of people, mm-hmm. period. Like, there's a reason why I thought twice about even sharing that story here. Mm-hmm. Because what I'm used to is even if it makes you uncomfortable, if a man pays you a compliment, shut the fuck up. Don't turn it into something. Oh, I guess I'm wrong. I told her she was cute and now I'm wrong. That's the world I've grown up in, unfortunately. Sure. And that's not the world that Maisie's going to grow up in because I'm talking about it now. Well, it, it, so it, I, feel the, like, I feel like it's a world that Maisie's not going to grow up in because it's a world that we're actively dismantling now correct. for everybody. Yes. So not just I for mean. Maisie, but for you as well. Well, I'm speaking specifically about Maisie because she's my daughter. Right, but, no, but I'm, saying, but I'm saying that includes you as well to where you saying, I don't like the cute stuff or whatever it is, that's a valid and understandable thing. Well, in 2020, yes. What are we talking about now? Yeah, but I'm just saying it's interesting. Clearly, years ago, not years ago, ago, year ago, (laughs) whatever. Yeah, Um, that was. I wouldn't bring you know at the beginning of Good Talk. That's not something I would tell you on air, and tell you that it was disturbing to me and I didn't like it, Um, because I would be afraid of getting dragged, mini dragged. Because let me write, yo, I can write that on Facebook right now. And say, hey, this guy walked up to me in my new office and said, oh, you must be the new cute therapist. I didn't like it. I can promise you. There'll be a bunch of dudes that I know and love who will be like, what's the big deal? Oh, now we can't call y'all cute? Well, what can we say? Or what can we do? And the answer to that is nothing. Don't say anything. Well, I mean, it's a very facetious argument anyway. Extremely. Um, So, did I? You know what else you can do. Right. Did I actually do that? Are you the new therapist? Oh, yeah. Right. Just, just they mean, what if I want to compliment you? You Just don't? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah. thing, too. Yeah, don't. Um. So what did I say to him? I'm curious to know what you think. Did I ignore him and smile and take it? What did is, I say... See, the thing with you is it's there's no middle. Either you <laughs> took it or you... Yeah said to fuck off i'm not i'm trying to think which one um i'm gonna go with you told him about himself um and 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 some told him about himself it might be heavy-handed but yeah i feel like you made mention of some form of don't do that i didn't no and i'm actually kind of proud of myself because I don't really, like you said, there's no halfway. So I don't know how to. I know women who could tell him about himself. He could still walk away not feeling dissed. Mm-hmm. There is a way to do that. So the question I is, don't know So how the to question do is, that. why does his feeling bad matter? Because that's how we were brought up. We were brought up, and that's how you stay safe. Okay. Yeah, you stay safe by, if you feel like, first of all, don't tell him shit. Because... Unfortunately, the ones who are most likely to give you a compliment are the ones that are most likely to give you a problem if you don't accept said compliment. So I've been taught to just smile and say thank you. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And if you feel like you have to, make sure he walks away not feeling uncomfortable or unmanly or insecure or any of those things. That's your job. Um, So I said, I'm not the therapist. I'm a writer. 
And he said, oh, but you're still cute. And I got up and I closed the door. Oh, that's, that, that, that's good. That, I think that does the job nicely. Um, it does, so, but it doesn't keep you safe. So, Because it's aggressive. Like, he's standing. You mm-hmm. see how small the area is. Right. He's standing there in the doorway. Right. And he says, but you are cute. And I got up. I walked two feet. Mm-hmm. And I closed the door in his face. Mm-hmm. And I went back to my call. That's not, that's not going to keep you safe. That's not what I want my daughter to do in that same instance. It's hard because you do and you don't. <laughs> no, I don't want her to do that. I'm very clear. Or I do and I don't. Yeah. Uh-huh. Don't do that. Stay safe. Don't make him mad. I want her to just smile and take it. I do. Because I want her to stay safe. I don't want her to make a political statement. I don't want her to tell him to fuck off. I don't. Because I want her to live. On the whole... Well, that's why I feel like you... For sure. I feel like you landed in between fuck off and saying nothing. Um, Closing the door in his face is... A Did silent you slam fuck it? off. It's an old building, so. Did you slam it? No, I, I didn't. Slam yeah, I think I, slam I, it. I think you're. I think you're in the. He was close enough to the when I got up to to close the door in his face. Was his nose bruised? By the time I got to the door, mm-hmm. there was less than a foot between us. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think that's fine. I, 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 yeah, but it was. It was. I, I wish I had done something different especially if he has an office in the building because who wants to deal with that shit i don't i think that's the thing now you now you don't <sighs> we'll see because I, he's going to determine that I, not me so i feel like a simple i feel like you're more likely to deal with it more if you are smiley and like okay thank you mm-hmm. i feel like then you, you then you get more that more of that yeah i think now you're just the cold bitch that that's i don't like dealing with <clears throat> which is kind of the that. goal a little bit. No, just want to be a regular human. I just want to be who I actually am, which is not a cold bitch. Right. That's that's the goal. The goal is to just be my regular well, the thing, self. But that's the thing, though. It's not that you are a cold bitch. It's his sensitivity registers you as that. Right. You are who you are. Right. How it's perceived, you can't help. Right. So. So, fellas, don't talk to women. I know that sounds absolutely crazy because how are you supposed to get them? Just don't. But again, it can be, hi, are you the new therapist? No, I'm not. I'm actually a writer. Then maybe, okay. maybe my name is so-and-so. Nice to meet you. Go away. Right. Maybe there's five seconds of conversation. That's it. Mm-hmm. Nobody feels creeped out. Mm-hmm. And you know what? There's an opportunity for maybe a second conversation. Right. 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 So there's that. Or just don't say anything. Or just don't say anything. Mm-hmm. Just don't. Yeah, that too. Um, but outside of that, I enjoyed my day there. I got a frightening amount of work done. I made several calls where I was very loud. And I thought about you. You're not quiet. No. I'm not you aren't quiet in old space. You're not quiet here. I'm not quiet anywhere. No. Mm-mm. Um, talked to a couple of writers about stuff and I was loud and, uh, my kid came to visit me. How did that happen? Um, we were on a group thread text with her dad and I don't know how it came up, but I was like, I'm, oh, I think she was asking, they were near here actually. Okay. And she was like, can I stop by? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm actually not there. I'm at the new place. And so she was like, I still want to stop by. I said, come on down. Hmm. She wanted to show me her new sneakers that I bought her, the felines. I think you saw them. The chunky. don't. Oh, the dad shoes. Yeah. That one's so hot. (laughs) 
They're really nice. Like temperature hot or dope hot? Dope hot. Oh, okay. Um, white I'm kinda still? white with blue and red and yellow. I'm curious. I'm about to show you right now. I'm like I No, was... no, I'm curious about next month, not the picture right now. Oh. Well, I'm actually gonna have to buy her another pair of sneakers because if somehow she can start to rotate instead of wearing one pair into the ground, mm-hmm. um we might do okay. But I really like them. For a hot second, I was like, why did you text me back? No rush when I'm sitting in front of you. <laughs> what is wrong with you? That doesn't even make any sense. Uh, anyway. I was surprised I didn't get a FaceTime. Today? Yeah. Well, my computer was doing weird things. Mm-hmm. And the internet act, then the internet connection was sucky. And then... I said to get on that Ethernet. I know. I Where do I get that? An Ethernet cord? Yeah. Staples? I mean, it depends on what kind of Ethernet cord your phone takes. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. I like. I mean, I can't see them. Oh. You show me a picture of one shoe out the frame and the other one on the wall. All right, never mind. Um. Yeah. Oh. More pictures. Yes, that's what you do on a podcast. You show photos. They're okay. Yeah, I like them. They feel like football cleats mm, yes i can see that um i'm here for them i almost fucked up the car today well not fucked up fucked up but um it rained oh dear and at the very last second i remember that I had the moon roof open oh. because it was 117 degrees today oh. just made it so the the console is like a little damp but it, well, that could have been bad let me tell you something i had a convertible and i'm gonna leave it at that what happens when that happens? Like, is it you just blow dry it and hope for the best? <laughs> no, you just hope it's sunny the next day. There's literally nothing you can do. But does the car get fucked up? Like, yeah, like functionally, like no, no, not functionally. But like, you'll you know the bottom is like soaking wet, sure. and it's just gross. And you know, I don't know. My car was ten years old already, so whatever's well, gonna happen. Guess gonna how happen. old my car is? Right, eleven. Um, but yeah, that happens to me twice in the years mm. that I had a convertible. The one thing I'm mad about, I'm still mad to this day. That my car top was down, huge ass storm, living, you know, where my ex lives. Mm-hmm. Nobody knocks on my door, called me, nothing for a whole entire night. No one can tell me that no one on my block came home and saw that my like, car I was like down. That reminds me of all the, ooh, their lights are on. That's too ooh, bad. Ooh, that's too bad. Yeah. Ooh, our car is, our, our top is down. Speaking of cars, um, so your car got totaled. Yep. And you've been driving a rental. Yes. Uh, that I love. That you. <laughs> that I'm sad to see go. That you said is going huh. very shortly. Yeah. Hyundai. Um, what is it? Santa Fe. Yeah. Shout out to Hyundai if you want to sponsor <laughs> another week. Um. How do you just ask for another week? How I know, good is that? Of a do? car rental. God. <laughs> just aim aim for the floor, why don't you? Um. But what's going to happen when? Again, both offices in opposite directions, and we have yeah. one car. Well, shit. How's that work? We've had one car before. We've always been going to the same place. I mean, that doesn't worry me. Um, I don't know. There'll be Ubers. I'll be taking an Uber to the trap. I don't like that. I don't either. I don't think You'll be so. dropping me off at the trap. I'll be dropping you off here. Yeah, I think you're dropping me off. I don't see you. I see, you. I see me dropping you off. I mean, I see you dropping me off. On days where you have to get knucklehead. Sometimes you need the car in the middle of the day. 
it's gonna be uh, yeah. It's gonna be annoying. Yeah, I just don't like the idea of. But I mean, I don't Uber, like Ubers in a. I know, not a pandemic. Right. Ubers are last resort, obviously, mm. but I mean, we gotta hurry up and buy a car. But even then, well, anyway, I don't. Yeah. Even then, we might still be a one car, a one car household. We gotta figure it out. I mean, I'm not too far away, but it's enough far away for it to be annoying. Right. Um, and you're not street biking like that just yet no um getting down there would actually be pretty cool i probably wouldn't have to pedal at all it's literally we still gotta straight come back downhill though. but gotta come back gotta come back so um and even yeah no nah, i'm not there yet i'm not ready we rode in the park yesterday we did like, you know, you did like right. two big dorks two couple dorks, huh? dorks i don't know i've never done that before i've never ridden in a park on my bike with my bow. That's um, that's brand new for me. Neither have I, but dork would never occur to me. Not dork, but you know, like, I was listening to this episode of um, Good Talk. Shut up. I listen. It's my background music now. Mm-hmm. And it was the live episode. And mm-hmm. somebody was like, you guys are kind of gross. You're just really annoying. I don't, I love you watching you guys and I'm happy for you, but you're sickening. And that's kind of how I feel about we might as well have been on tandem bikes. Would that be dorky? Yeah. Okay. But that's but us riding but our not. individual bikes in the park on a summer day. I enjoyed it so much. That's what people do. It's Fourth of July I weekend. Know. People do. I know. Things. I loved it. Or as somebody put it, uh, fifteen days after Juneteenth Day. <laughs> that's hilarious. Which makes my birthday like <laughs> three hundred and seventy-eight days after Juneteenth Day. Which I kind of like. That's hilarious. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, yesterday was awesome. Mm-hmm. Great ride. I felt it. We ate a little bit. Um, we wah, wah, wah. ate something. Oh yeah, man. We can't shut sh- them out. But. I shouldn't have did the double decker though. My turkey salad ended up being drier, drier with that extra slice of bread. Um, turkey salad never needs an extra <laughs> slice of bread. No, it doesn't. I just got greedy. No, it doesn't. But my root beer float was dope. I had a cheeseburger with bacon and grilled onions. It's the only thing I ever had there. And it was delicious. And then I had ice cream. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about something really random that you said last night all day today. Because I had a rough night last night mm-hmm. and was feeling all the feels or trying to Am feel I all the feels. Am I I feel like whenever I say something Not random, it's like... <laughs> Not at all. You said something yesterday and that's very bothering me. It's very insightful. Okay. So I'm having a rough night and you said, you know, eat your ice cream. It's literally made for this. Like, right. this is what you do. Right. So I ate the ice cream. And then later on, I saw you and you were like, how are you feeling? And I said, eh, I'm feeling a little bit better. And you were like, where's your ice cream? Did you eat it? And I was like, yeah, I ate it. And you were like, did you eat all of it? And I thought this was a look, you fat fuck, Aaliyah. Don't be eating all the <laughs> like, ice cream. How do you not know me But yet? you were, I know, but still. And you were like, well, I know now. That's You're really still in it. Mm-hmm. Because you never eat finished ice cream, right? You uh, no matter how much you're like, I'm about to fuck this ice cream up. Yeah, you. It's don't. like three scoops. You get three offended when I grab the pint out the freezer because, like, what are you doing? You're supposed to go to the freezer seventeen times right. with Correct. like a spoonful at a time. Correct. I think the the most flabbergasted you were is when I brought up two pints with two spoons, oh my God. and I was like, which one is yours? Oh my god! I just didn't even know how to manage that, but I did. My entire life, a pint of Haagen-Dazs or a pint of ice cream is a serving. It's a serving. It's actually four, in case you 
250 calories each. Mm. Um, meaning a whole pint is like almost all the calories I'm so supposed to have in a day. Um, when I'm when I'm like trying to drop weight, I'm 1500 calories mm -hmm. for a whole day and burning 500. Mm -hmm. um, so I realized, I was thinking about it today, like, yeah, man, it's true. Like I really ate some feelings. Mm -hmm. Successfully. So we often talk about comfort food in terms of like food food. Yeah. Ice cream is the ultimate comfort food. Yeah. It's what it's made for. It's true. It's very true. Um, I'm, I'm, not to give up too, too much yourself, but you were saying that um, you were concerned about crying mm -hmm. and the feelings that come with crying because, because million, a myriad of reasons it's yeah. not something that happens with you very often. Correct. And one of the things you said was, well, if I start crying, how, do, how will I stop? Right. And I said, you get hungry and you get tired mm -hmm. and you stop. And you stop. Just like babies. Yeah. Or or anything. Or you're, anything. You, 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 you just get tired and hungry. Right. And that's the end of it. I've had some great sleeps after some cries. Yeah, I have to. Like, I know that world. Mm -hmm. It's just not in the past couple of years. I right. don't know that world. Right. Um. Or at least not since I've been here, because you haven't had anything. Not a that's not a sad, sad day. Like I've been saving you. Love has truly been good to me. Not even one sad day or many have I had since you've come my way. Who's that? Nikki? No, <laughs> not Nikki. So far from Nikki. <laughs> I was like, Nikki's not that happy. Oh, Love actually, that's not true. Has truly been what? good to me. What's that? Not even one sad day. Or many have I had oh. since you come my way. Wow, it's funny. I had heard that song a million times. I don't think I've ever really listened to the lyrics. I hope. Wow. Issa probably would sing it better. <laughs> Ew. Issa Vandros? Issa Vandros. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> the deep fakes are amazing and they're funny. Like, I, you still they have can get into some trouble, though. How? Because um, they're copyright infringement, depending on who it is and what they're having them do or say. So I think the, I, th I think the way the person who did like the Issa one and cause they have an entire website of mm -hmm. kind of hilarious ones. It's uh, um, Steve Harvey is Megan the trainer mm -hmm. and like push, mm -hmm. pushing them together. I think it comes you mean this, Megan the stallion, Megan the stallion. What'd I say? Megan the trainer. Megan the trainer. <laughs> <laughs> That's different. <fun>. Megan. <laughs> Megan the trainer. Um, but no, uh, well, I'd like um, to see those two yeah, put that'd together. Be, that'd be, <laughs> yeah, I'm here for that. But I think because it's like satire or comedy and they're, the clips are relatively short. Mm -hmm. It's not like they do an entire whatever. I just know that there was a lawsuit with Jay-Z and some of the deep fakes. Right, I because there's was... some folks who do deep fakes and have people saying things they never said. Right. Like political statements. Right. And like there's one, I think somebody made one of Obama endorsing Trump or something oh, crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that's where you run into trouble. Okay. Um, I think the more comedic ones. like I don't really watching. like them. I know. Make me a little uncomfortable. Well, that's kind of the point. Then that's supposed and to. And also, I that particular one, the like Issa I sometimes or? Issa Vandross, mm -hmm. I sometimes watch that video of Luther Vandross. Okay, just when I miss him, mm -hmm. so th that feels sullied to me, and it just feels. <laughs> but it's helpful to know that it was sanctioned by her, right? Knowing that part is like mm -hmm. okay. I guess I can like both of these things, right? Um, actually. Speaking of which, um, there's a book coming out about Luther, like uh, an uh, authorized 
biography mm-hmm. people are looking forward to. It's being written by Craig Seymour, who is one of my... Um, say, that name's come up a few times lately. Has it? I feel like it has. I don't think so. In our conversations, I mean. Yes. 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 Um, so Craig wrote some iconic vibe covers when I was coming up. He's like a half generation ahead of me. And I just have always looked up to him. And I finally collared him into writing a piece for level.medium.com, which I guess I can't go into. But um, he's the Luther Vandross expert. Hmm. And the main thing I wonder is if he's quote unquote outed in the piece. Like this will be the piece of record. Like this is the official, there's nothing else left to say. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, I don't even feel comfortable saying outed because again, he died never having come out. Right. Um, But it being the biggest open secret on the planet. Mm -hmm. So I guess Craig's going to have to. Uh yeah I don't, I don't I think there's not a way to not address that some address defin- it, definitively address it yes but are you going to make it your business to say yes or no are you going to just address that he died with no one knowing are you going to do you feel like you need to I I feel like you kind of gotta you gotta right yeah I don't know also I mean not to be like that but who is it affecting at this point. Yeah. Who's hurt by it? Who? I, I mean, mean, first of all, it's, it's fucked up to say who's hurt by it in the first place. Like nobody should be hurt by it. Right. But we also know the truth of how things like this roll. I mean, he's left people behind. He has a family. Um. Yeah. And but also, if it's so, if it's authorized, then it's authorized. Right. So if it's wait, actually, I don't think it's authorized. It can't be because he's not here to authorize it. I mean, the family authorizes it. Right. Actually, I feel like it's probably better when they don't. When they don't, well, no, I think you get more because I think uh, we talked about a few documentaries too that you felt like were like we talked about the Jordan documentary and you mm-hmm. said that felt a little whitewashed. Just a bit, knowing um, that he was mm-hmm. one of the people. Uh, we talked about, um, I think the Quincy documentary you said was another one that you weren't a hair. Too... His daughter was the executive producer, and mm-hmm. you can kind of feel that it's a little hagiography. Hey, I think is the word I want to say going on yeah so i so i get the idea of it being authorized is there a world where you can authorize these things and not have your hand in it or are you just by authorizing you're going through and cleaning out the stuff that you don't want in there the latter the latter um that's why people authorize it right um i think that strangely enough i'm talking about my ex-husband's project but i really do think even if i didn't know him that the nas documentary time is omatic did a pretty decent job of getting him, mm-hmm. but also not, they literally did not allow him to authorize it. So it was like, you could be in it if you right. want, but you're not going to see any. He saw no interviews. Right. And he didn't know who was interviewed right. until it, it was It was time. basically, you can come here and say your piece because yep. you might want to. Because you might want to. You really might want to have something to say. Right. But he wanted to executive produce it. And I remember they were like, how do we not? Because we have no more money mm-hmm. to shoot all these things. We got to fly here, fly there. He's offering to just swoop down right now and take care of all the rest. But they just knew we're going to sit in that editing room and he's going to be like, take out that, take right. out that, take out that. So, Khalees who? Right. Yeah. So they didn't do it. Um, I don't know. No, that'd be interesting. Um, I feel like everybody was all pensive about the Whitney um, book. And then that kind of like just. Which one? 
The last one where Robin? with her friend, yeah. I feel like that was like had a big rumble and then the book mm-hmm. dropped and then Not nobody really, really cared. That was anymore. a good example of what you want to be careful of when you're doing those types of books because front loading too much. Yeah, you, she didn't really have a choice though mm. because if you're gonna get the People magazine feature, the Rolling Stone feature, all of them want the juicy bits. Right. And Rolling Stone is gonna be pissed off if right. you give them the same bit that you gave to. She spoiled so, her own book. It was like, well, what else is there? Right. Like we don't actually care about you. <laughs> We just care about you right. and Whitney. Right. And, you know, I, I kind of thought it was a lot of people also thought it was whack for her to write this book because Robin was famously quiet. Robin's from my hometown of East Orange, New Jersey, as Whitney is. And they met at Mount St. Dominic's Academy. So people were like, you never said a word for her entire life. No one ever got a word out of you. She was the best person in her wedding, mm-hmm. she's godmother of her child. Like she was a fixture in her. Isn't that what life. she's supposed to be? Exactly. So people felt like, why wait until she's dead to be like, I want to talk because she's dead. And I'm like, cause she's dead, right. and now she I can honored, talk. I honored her. I honored request. her. But some people believe that the honoring extends even into death. So she got a lot of pushback, and probably a lot of folks who wanted to read about the book but weren't trying to put the money in her hands. Right. So if I feel like where this is where the borderline atheist in me is like, once, right. Once I'm gone, say and do what you want. If you want to pray the pray me up and down the street for a month before you bury me, whatever. Right. If you want to write all the things about me, I don't think that's true. I don't think you really feel that way because one of the first intense conversations you and I had ever. You told me about how, like how I'm just going to tell you. Good. I mean, you we told me kind of here. about how one of your biggest fears was no one at your funeral. Right. Is ha- not having an impact enough for people to want to be there to honor you. Well, I think that's a separate thing, though. It's close. Mm. I mean, once I'm, no, but I'm saying I'm gone. The book isn't coming out. I mean, they hand the book out at the funeral. Right. So once I'm gone, it's whatever. I, but you also say, once I'm gone, please come send me off. Please come to my funeral. You're saying that too, that you're hoping people will do that. And that's a way of honoring you. Coming to your services is just is honoring that you lived. You don't want people to be like, oh, he's gone? Okay. Right. So that's, again, but that's about the impact. Um, but the fact of the matter is, again, once I'm gone, I don't know anyway. That's true. I I I, I want to have the impact to where folks are there, but the the idea of whether they're there or not, it's not so much. If if, if I can split hairs in that way, um, and going back to the idea of you know if Cole wants to write a book about me, being whatever or my ex wife or whatever, sure, have fun, mm. have at it. I don't know. I feel like there's, it's close. The idea of wanting people to honor you by being at your services and wanting people to honor you by so the being at my service whatever it is that they want to produce after you're gone the being at my service is really more so i want folks to know i existed right um i think me saying being at my service is my way of communicating that more than anything else because at this point i'm gonna have a zoom service anyway (laughs) please don't can you please not die until i can bury you properly um well just about, please hold on until we can have first an actual of all, we gotta, service. We gotta get to a proper wedding. Uh, yeah, I guess. We- <laughs> right. Like let's let's do that part first. Oh god. Um, but yes, yeah, the the whole so yeah, even look at uh, Prince 
and mm-hmm. all the things he wanted with his music while he mm-hmm. was alive. Mm-hmm. And, now, and then didn't have a will. Right. And Thanks, but, Prince. And now everything is on Spotify. And something yeah. else just happened recently that was like, y'all know Prince didn't. Yeah. I can't remember what it was, but folks were like living that they were doing some with Prince's stuff. And well, like, Prince should have done a better job. Being the person he Jay-Z. was. No. Being the person that he was and what he told musicians to do, mm-hmm. he did not handle business at the end the way it should have been handled. Mm-hmm. Period. I wonder how much of that is a function of thinking you have the time to have get time. I was just thinking. Or what is the function of maybe being an addict who's not on it like that? Even today, I was driving here and I was like, shit. I gotta get this life insurance together. Yeah, you do. Um, just stuff like that that we like. Oh, I'll get it tomorrow. I'll get it. You sent me a, a text message today with a hundred therapists. Yeah. Like, I just I just got went into your insurance and just started looking stuff up. Oh, you were in. You logged into my yeah. insurance. Yeah, I just. It's okay. No, it's um, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm like, well, I'm gonna be mad. Um, yeah, so things that we keep. Next day, next day, until there's no more next days. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Don't have me go funding you your funeral, yo. I'll be pissed. Oh, leave me something to bury you with. That's the problem. Yes. And please leave your son something. That's the thing. That, too. That, that's that's really the only <laughs> thing. Shoot. Don't have me out in these you, streets. You can, go, you can go to the park. Dig a hole. No, in the middle I can't. Of night. There are all kinds of things against that. So I mean, I get, again, if, get if it happens now, it doesn't matter because it's a Zoom funeral. You don't get to do anything. There's with a your whole body. construction site right by our building. It's you can go there in the middle of night. It's cremation only, mm-hmm. and that's it. I think they let four people into the services physically, and then you can do Zoom for the rest. Hmm. Three or four people. So same as the wedding. Listen, <laughs> just I can't with this wedding. We're just gonna drag our feet. Well, you so I'm not gonna be like I. There's no part of me that's gonna be like, yay, time to plan the Zoom wedding. I'm just not, so, and you're not. So, um, I reached out to. Speaking of, I reached out to a therapist today, mm-hmm. and the therapist said, "Hey." Um, I don't think it'd be ethical for me to treat you because your son likes to bake, meaning that he knows yes. the family where else. Mm-hmm. And so the list that you gave me, it's just a list of therapists. It's mm-hmm. not geographic. It's not sorted in any shape, means, or meant. It's like geographically anything. It's yeah. just a random list. No, it's um, not. No, the next, the very next one is Bloomfield, and the next one is something else. Oh, and, I thought yeah. I searched by. Um, oh, okay. No, I so think it's, it's five within, it's, miles it's, within. It's within a. Yeah. Within For a circle, sure. yeah. but it's not like lined up by town okay. or address right. or anything. So I'm just working down a list. Um, and you said, well, maybe you should look out of the town because you've got a wife, mm-hmm. an ex-wife, mm-hmm. and two kids who go to school in the town. Yep. And my response was, oh, I got, I got a, a wife? wife? <laughs> You're claiming it. All right. I like that. That's all right. I'm this. so done. I think you, honestly, I think you told me you did this your first time around. Yeah. I didn't, like I, once I you decided, you just skipped Beyonce, partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, yeah. just started saying wife. Yeah. Why? It's... So you started calling your ex-wife your wife before y'all got married? Yeah. In what circumstances? All of them. That's my wife. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to do it if you say eh. Like I just feel like I so, want to earn it. So uh, so this is so 
this is the part of the race yeah. where you see the finish line, you just start waving to the crowd. Yep. Because you already know. Because you already know. This or, you, is, or you point. Right. This is the last two weeks of your senior year right. when you stop doing anything because you know you're getting your cap and gown and you're straight. I got suspended during my last two weeks. My first suspension How? in all of high school. How? You wait till then. Right. Well, you already got accepted to whatever I had college. So, yeah, everything accepted. was done. Yes. How? What'd you do? Oh, do I want to know? Yeah, it was so dumb. Um, I, I you know, Black Lives Matter and I on the said, quad. You know what song was out? Salt and Pepper song that I really love. Come on and work that body. What song is that? That's what they say at the end of the chorus. Anyway, I'm just dancing through oh, the walls. I know it now. I can't hear it. And I have my headphones on. Might be working body, huh? My little foamy Sony Walkman <laughs> headphones. Do you have the yellow ones? No, they you were have black. The spork. The sport. No, I mean the walk. Oh, the thing. No, that was extra. I just had the regular one. And I was and did skipping. Did you just go forward and reverse? Through the halls. So you can go back and forth without flipping the tape over? No, I did not do that. Oh, Wait, you were, what? You were poor. What do you mean? There's a little button you can hit to go side A or side B without flipping the tape. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't have that one. Paul had that one. I didn't have that one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to open it up, flip it around, person. Poor. We're still talking about tapes, right? Um, yeah. Okay. Still tapes. And... So you dance into this. I'm song. dancing to the song. I pass Portia of all people, and we sit and talk. We laugh for a minute. I'm late to class. Class started like one minute ago. Mm-hmm. One minute. Um, my volumes are off, so I don't realize just how loud I am. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. So I come in the door to my psychology class, and I say, "Come on and work your body." A very loud level. Like I did not realize how loud I was. Forgot we were That's having some a test. Fresh print shit. Mm-hmm. Forgot we were having a test. Everyone is like head down. All the heads switch to look at me. And my teacher says, get out. Meet me at the office. And I'm like, no, please get out of Leah right now. Meet me at the office. And I was like, damn, I yell out, come on and work your body once in my whole life. How many times? Hey, how many times does somebody yell that out in their life? Come on. I mean, no, I don't mean those words. I mean, I just like, I'm out of control and yelling once in my whole four years of high school. And you're not going to let it go and just laugh and tell me to sit down and take my test. Really? Seriously? Um, Maybe they just didn't like you. So can I tell you, I went to the office. The principal said, why, Aaliyah? What are you doing in here? Mr. Sloan told me to meet me, meet him here because I was yelling in class. And she's like, you know you're graduating in a minute, right? Yes. Why can't you just do the right thing? I don't know. Mr. Sloan can't leave because he's giving a test. So he calls the office and says, Aaliyah can't come back to my class until her father comes in and I can talk to him. So it would be in his best interest to get here when his class is over. He's telling my dad, a black man, Trying to work for a living, that he needs to leave work right now and come to the school so that he could talk to him. Yes. Like, yes. So my dad came. He was very angry. They had to leave work for my nonsense. And so, wait, how long were you suspended? Well, I actually didn't get suspended. I was suspended, but then it was re. What's the word? Rescinded. Rescinded. So basically, you have because my dad. No, I do. It's actually a great story because my dad came in. So my dad said, what does she have to do in order to not get suspended, Mr. Sloan? And he said, I want a letter of apology. 
And she said, and my dad said, that's something Aaliyah can do. So he comes out of his office and says, Aaliyah, you have the right in a letter of apology. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not. I'll take the suspension. And my dad was like, actually, you won't. You will write the letter and you will write it now. I got to get back to work. And I was like, I'm not writing a letter. That's not fair. I'll just take the suspension. It's my last two weeks anyway. F all y'all. My dad's like, write this letter now. So I write the letter. I give it to my dad. He doesn't read it first. He gives it to Mr. Sloan. Mr. Sloan doesn't read it right away. You After, just write work your body <laughs> 10 times. I wrote, dear Mr. Sloan, in six weeks, I'll be a freshman at Rutgers University. I will never have to see you again. And I'm very, very excited for that day to come. I think you're really disrespectful. I think you're really immature. And I think you know, as well as I do, that I didn't deserve this treatment for one little misstatement. So I'm out. I hope you're happy with this letter. You'll never have to see me again. Sincerely yours, Elias Basket. I can't find the song. Um, How long would you have? I think three days. I think I was looking at three days in the big house. Yeah. Meaning your house. Meaning my house. Okay. Yes. Just checking. Um, the story gets better. He ended up being your professor at Rutgers. Close. <laughs> No, I think this works. Yeah. Definitely not shorter. Oh, a hair. Yeah. So. Um, I went to Rutgers. I graduated. I came back. I went on different interviews at different schools to get a history teaching job. I went to my high school. Principal said, Aaliyah, this is a dream come true for me. You're coming back. I want you here in September. Can you start? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to come back to my high school. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry. And she says, I'm sending you this Board of Ed paperwork, W-2, 1099, 33000 a year. Um, but you do need to talk to the head of the social studies department. And as long as he's good, we're done here. And I was like, it's Mr. Sloan, isn't it? Yes, that's right. <laughs> he was the supervisor when you were here, wasn't he? He's going to be so happy to see you. I was like, fuck. Oh, well, I'm not getting this job. So I see him. Hey, Mr. Sloan, I graduated. I want to get a job here. Oh, it's great to see you. Sit down. Let's talk. Yeah. So what's your theory on this? And what do you want to teach? You want to teach black history? Bop, bop, bop. And I'm like, yeah, I do. I really want this job. Bop, bop, bop. He was like, all right, cool, good, let's go. Just want to get one more <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. form uh-huh. out of the file cabinet. And I'm like, sure. He was like, did you forget? Here you go. Of course. I remember that we beefed, but I didn't remember the letter. Of course not. That's, that's the crux of the beef. Um, I know, but it's four years later. No, I didn't remember the letter. He takes out the letter and he gives it to me. And I said, oh, my God. He said, read it out loud. <laughs> and I was like, I can't. <laughs> he was like, do you want the job here? And I said, I do, of course. He was like, read it out loud. And I said, dear Mrs. Sloan, <laughs> in six weeks, I will be a freshman at Rutgers University. I never have to see you again. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. 
beat it. I hate you. All the other things. Mm -hmm. And he just laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. And I was like, I get it. I get it. I get it. I apologize. And he was like, don't you dare apologize. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, respect. Yeah. Express yourself. Respect yourself. Express yourself. Oh. Oh, express yourself. This was it? What year did this come out? Oh. It's got to be 90. It's got to be. Because. I don't know. I'll find it. Um, That was it. How'd you find it? I searched the lyric in Salt and Pepper. I remember this video now. These haircuts for it. That line almost lost me my first job. No, your letter almost lost you your first job. Well, it started with the line. Why did they have the pretend crackhead singing the hook in the video, though? Like homeless woman. I want to know who really sang it. Because... Him because it's in this season. Who's singing that? Yeah, that was it. There's our copyright block. It came out February of 1990 and reached platinum status in May of 1990, which makes perfect sense. I graduated in 1990. I'm aware. So. <laughs> It would have been a big song at that time. So this is my 25th uh, anniversary of my high school graduation. Oh, my God. Are they doing something? 25 we've, is a big one. We've, in the 25 years, have never been able to get anything pulled together. There's not been a wow. five-year, 10-year, none of it's ever come together. Do you ever see like people talking on Facebook? Like, like I'm friends with some of the folks I graduated with still. And right. between no one um, ever... Um, one of them tried a few times to get something together and like, we'll go to, uh, Jimmy's Bronx cafe or something. And it just never never... quite pans out. I think it's because I sound different. Okay. I think it's because like part of it is social media. Like we don't have to say, imagine if you leave school in 1991, two, three, four, Mm. five, and you never see those people again for real. And you don't know where any of them are. Well, there's another part of it too. What? We didn't live in a place that you strive to stay in. To return. In. Oh, right. So, so people are far away. Right. So. That's the case for me too. I have a couple folks in Jersey. I have folks in graduated in Florida, Atlanta. Yeah. All the places. And it was like, and we're the ones that we were cool with, we're Facebook friends with. And that's so kind of where it is. that you graduated with don't stay in the South Bronx is what you're saying. Mm, not the not the, not the ones who can who can manage to not do and nothing and there's no disrespect to the bronx um so I it's think, weird because east orange is the same way mm-hmm. i think but there's also a lot of upwardly mobile folks who have stayed in town and you mm-hmm. know ran for office and you know refurbished right. their parents home or whatever so there's a lot of that there kind of like what paul was talking about when he was here you know he purchased a home in east orange mm-hmm. when he was really young um to I, try to redo it and sell it and all that kind of stuff. I mean, stuff. the difference, too, with the Bronx is not a lot of us, our parents, owned homes. Right. We were renting or doing right. whatever or so projects, whatever transient. it is. So there was that part of it. There's, um, especially your part of uh, East Orange, mm-hmm. is very 
neighborly, sure. residentially, whatever. Absolutely. My part was to not to extend with like the backyards and everything, but there was that on my street as well. But there's a lot of sections of pockets where it's like, yeah, I'm just out. Yeah. It's not a, uh, not yeah, it just isn't that as much. So my class, uh, 1990 and 2000. Like people in the Bronx don't even actually hang out in the Bronx. We go to Manhattan. Really? Because there's not a lot to do in the Bronx. There was. Back in the day, there was Shane's Villa, that grand opening, grand closing. There was Jimmy's Bronx Cafe. Mm-hmm. That went away. That was um, around forever, though. Yeah, it was. But I was um, quite a fan. So by the time my group was old enough to go, it's got a few, maybe a couple of years left, and that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Most of, For the most part, we're coming out of the Bronx. Even if it's just go to Mount Vernon or go to Westchester or whatever, the, it's just not what it is. Mm. So nothing's gonna happen. Nah, especially not now. I mean, what if there was? Would you go? Sure, absolutely. Uh, With me on your arm? Yeah. If you if you want to go. Yeah, if you want to go. You can't go to your reunion without your wife. Sure, you can. No, you can't. Does she want to go? Whether she wants to go or not, she has to go. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. This is the one time where you can I'll be an unfeminist. Put, you you just put, have to. I'll put your three books in my bag. <laughs> Three best books in my bag. No. I just hand them you out. You have to. You have to. <laughs> um, so my class did something for the 10 years, something local. Mm-hmm. I did not go. Um, 15th year, they did a cruise. Mm-hmm. It was like eight people who mm-hmm. went, even though we were all like, yes. I think the first, the eight people who put down in the deposit were the ones that were stuck and had to actually go and no one else went, which right. was terrible. Um, 20 year. I don't know what happened. Nothing Wasn't happened. it like a ski lodge or something? So that's, um, this is my 30th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're 25? Yeah. My 30th. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the plan, I think I told you about it. Uh, I just wasn't down with at all. I thought it was like a ski it resort. It wasn't a ski lodge resort. something. Mm-mm. It was just a really expensive hotel for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was the same hotel we went to the prom, where we went to the prom. And that was supposed to be the hook. And I just didn't get it. I just didn't get three days of, it was like, choose your adventure for the whole weekend. You do yoga over here, and then you do your spin class over here, and then the big night is this night, and then the next morning is the champagne brunch, and then the next afternoon is bowling. I was like... Well, yeah, that's a problem. You're trying to make the reunion into camp. It was a three-day weekend. And you could just go to the big night. Right. But that's just for the losers. Altogether, it was over a thousand dollars, and I was like, "This is dumb." <laughs> and my friend Portia, I love you, Portia. I know you're listening. She was really upset that I wasn't coming, but there's just no way I'm paying a thousand dollars for a class reunion. Not when we're from East Orange, New Jersey. Do you know that's a, that's that's a hundred thousand dollars? But my, where where was your prom? Was it in where was your prom? It's like a it's like a little fancy schmancy hotel about thirty minutes from here in Marstown. Oh, Marstown. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm not paying a thousand dollars for three, a three days in Marstown. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I was just, I was just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, I don't know what happened. I don't know what if they're still doing it, but the people who put it together. Sent out a Facebook. I think I read it to you. 
a Facebook post saying it's ridiculous that we can't get it together to have a proper reunion. After 30 years, we expect that everybody can afford. Well, the issue isn't this organization. The issue was, are you nuts? I got the money. I can pay $1,000 to go on this reunion two years ahead of time. I'm not. Two years ahead of time? They started two years ahead of time. You had to put your deposit down two years ago. Why? Um, So that no one would have an excuse for not being able to afford it. So you put your hundred dollars down, and then it was like fifty dollars a month for the next two years. This sounds like Firefest. <laughs> I have a feeling it might have been. And you know what? I'm gonna get in a lot of trouble for this. So let me just go ahead and scorch earth this. Um, I thought that what would make more sense would be for us to have something at our high school mm-hmm. where we went to school. Mm-hmm. Our high school is now a STEM school, and it's you know there are a lot of kids there who are doing really amazing things and to think that we would spend a hundred thousand dollars in fucking Marstown when our actual school there's so many different things they could use any kind of money and support for we could do a scholarship we could we could have the reunion at our school so uh, that's two different things to me so I'm not spending I'm not going to hang out with the kids from my high school reunion no I didn't even get to that part yet oh, okay I didn't even say that okay that's what I thought you were intimating because you know because you know that about me but that's not even what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm not even talking about the fact that I don't want to hang out with none of y'all motherfuckers. I'm talking about no hang out with the kids. Forget them. I don't want to hang out oh. with the kids. No, I don't want to hang out with the kids either. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the I'm not going spending to the, right. $100,000 there right. when we can have something local, sure. much less expensive, mm-hmm. and figure out a better way to spend that money. Right. You think that the Sheraton Tara Hotel gives a fuck about, oh, how cute. They're back after 30 years. They don't give a fuck about us. There goes another sponsor. Uh, <laughs> So I don't know. I, I my my views were not popular, and when it comes down to it, I don't want to see none of y'all anyway. The people that I want to see from high school, I see them. Am I editing this? Later? No, you are not. I graduated from high school thirty fucking years ago. You think I'm gonna be like Shane? Can you edit what I said about my high school? I'm good. Fuck all y'all. Uh... Doing my very favorite meme face. I don't know where his where that dude is from. He's from a lockup show. Where is it from? Feel free to call the show, 862-297-0095. Listen, I... And tell Aaliyah about herself if you were among her classmates. I graduated from... First of all, let me say this. I love my class. Mm-hmm. Class of 90 is very special to me. Um, a lot of them have, have been very supportive of me over the years. You see the love. Me and you were just walking down Church Street the other day. Yeah. I saw a bunch of people I graduated with. Two of those folks I haven't seen since high school mm-hmm. still have a lot of love. Um, so we also got stopped by somebody in a car the other day too. So it's a thing with you, students. Oh, okay. So there's people I went to school with, mm-hmm. and then when I came back, those two young ladies were my students. Um, so this is I, why I can't get a therapist in town. I know. Sorry. Um, so I love being from East Orange. I'm really proud of it, and I love my graduating class. But that smart is not smart. Exactly. And the people who were putting this together, y'all know who you are. Nah. Nope and nah. Um, so my friend Portia, she really put it on me. Like she really made me feel bad when it was still happening that I was very adamant about not going. So it's no longer happening. Oh, I right. The pandemic. I, yeah. yeah, I forgot about that part. Um, she texted I want my me refund. and said... <laughs> My, I want my refund of, you know, two years of $50 a month payment. Right. 
That's a susu. She's exactly. That's, a, that's, a come that's up. all it was. It was a big ass. That's susu. a come up. She said, "I just would think that you would have more respect and more feels, for lack of a better word, for the people we came up with, and that no matter what the scenario, you would want to be in a room with those people, including me and my twin brother Paul." That's a. Uh... Emotional blackmail. Manipulative flex mm-hmm. is what I was going to go with. She Oh, and she added in the, as well as you, you've love done. You, love you, Portia. As well as you've done in life, I would imagine you'd want to share that with the people that put us. You know what goes life. into getting where you are in life? Getting out of where you are in no, life. No, 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 no. What? Smart decisions. Yeah, I just. Yeah. Also, and you know this as well, I'm not going to front. There is a little tiny bit of, you know, okay, for me, for some parts of my educational background. People were not always supportive of the things I said I wanted to do in life, even in high school. And I don't know anybody who is a creative who has like 100% like, you want to be a musician? I believe. Right. Yeah, it's not really a thing. Right. Yeah. And I have more support from the teachers and the administration who probably wouldn't be there. There's lots of teachers I'd love to see from that time period Mm. who are either not no longer with us or just probably, you know, retired to Florida or whatever, who might not be there. Mm -hmm. You tell me that Mrs. Gist, who's not with us anymore, Mrs. Reed or our principal is going to be there. Suddenly your reunion is very scary. I'm there. Why? Because there are people there who don't, who are not with (laughs) us. us. You tell me that they're there (laughs) and I'm there. Um, Right. I feel like I'm monopolizing this conversation. I'm not talking anymore for the rest of this episode. That's not going to be helpful either, but okay. Um, I'm wearing an onion dress today. Sorry, that didn't last very long. (laughs) (laughs) You love shouting out folks that don't do nothing for us. Whitney Merrill does something for both of us. She don't do nothing for me. Yes, she does. No, she don't. She doesn't? No. You don't like my dress? That's not what I'm saying, but onion dress does nothing for me. I need you to take that back. No, the dresses are lovely. I love the dresses. Her company is doing nothing for me. Her company is making sure that Heather Gray fabrics are clinging to your wife's body in a way that makes you salivate. Can I pay rent with that? (laughs) Hey, guys, look at his ass. We're going to rent, right? Her company is making your wife very happy. Okay. You know, that's how business works, right? <laughs> anyway, we love... You're right. We don't shout out people. Yeah. But I am wearing one of my favorite dresses today. Except for the folks who specifically ask us to shout out their... Of course. That's, stuff, that's stuff. different. That's different. Hi, Eldorado. How you doing? Mm. Uh, I've, House Urban. How's it going? So, can I tell you about how Eldorado ended up in my bag today? There's an Eldorado product. One second. In my bag. Uh, fuck the small talk on Kickstarter as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's up to y'all. Mm-hmm. Go. Oh, we have so many people to say hi to. Yeah. Um. Well, it's not a long story, but... Stephen Underwood, who's also doing a campaign for an editor for his book. I, mean, I got I to put links in all the things in, down. In the show notes? Yes. I don't know why they cite you. But anyway, why is Eldorado in your bag going, um, to, the, going to the trap? Because last night... I was like, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna pack my bag ahead of time, so I'm not scrambling in the morning. <laughs> so my bag is right next to the bed. Uh-huh. So I put all the things in, just all the things, all the things, all the things. And there's something on the floor that doesn't belong there, and it goes in the bag. Icicle. 
No, see that I would notice. I oh. wouldn't throw that in the bag. It's, it's the last it's thing. Perp. Perp. The purple one. Yes. Yeah. Perp. Yeah. In the bag. Mm. Not supposed to be in the bag. <laughs> yeah. That would he would homeboy he was at your door would have never came back. Oh my God. If what? Pull it out your bag and just close the door. You think he would? He'd be sitting there right now. No, he would not. Every day he'd I, be like, "Is this the?" That's moment? surreal. Surreal. So I used it. Where at the office? Yeah. I mean, I was like, it's here. I've never used anything like outside of the confines of, you know, a bedroom. So tell me about all this work you did today. <laughs> well, first of all. Where, where in the line of your day did that fall? Let's see. That was probably right after. So I went and got my laptop. That was at one o'clock. Like one thirty. Do your coworkers listen to this? I have no idea. I can't imagine they don't. But I don't know. I'm sure Peter does. But show Peter Rubin. What do they care? They care that I was got myself off with a vibrator in the middle of the day. Who doesn't? At the office? Yeah. At the it ain't their office. They're not there. What the heck? I'm out in San Fran. I wanted to see this. But it I'm was sorry. very I was, it was very interesting. I wanna I wanna hear the next dear level suggestion that's brought to you mm-hmm. after this is released. What? What's it gonna be? Getting off at the office. Um yeah, that's what I did. I was like, what the hell? I'll try it. It took like literally, it was like, it was almost too fast to even be pleasurable. I think that for me, because shit, we're not talking about this stuff. For me, because it happens really quickly, Mm -hmm. I think those things have to be saved for when you have time to just kind of like not let it happen and Mm -hmm. then go back and forth. Because if I just use it, it was like, 45 seconds ultimate cheat code i mean it was literally 45 seconds i didn't even get a chance to watch any porn or anything it was just on and off done (laughs) i mean it's partially because you don't wear underwear with an onion dress because that messes up the lines so not having that barrier Mm. also led to it happening quicker and this is why i will not be wearing my joggers outside (laughs) there'll be no harem pants in the street so could a dude use a vibrator yeah. Is the thing a vibrator essentially? What thing? The um the cock ring? Mm-hmm. It vibrates. No, not the cock ring. The other thing. No. The flashlight is not flashlight a vibrator. Flashlight is not a vibrator. No. That's just a simulated vagina. Basically. So like a regular vibrator like the one I have, can a dude use that? Do you remember us not playing with that before? With you? Yeah. No. Wow. I remember the cock ring, but I don't remember that. Wow. Wow. Your 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 OG. Oh right, of course. Yeah. I'm talking about this one. I mean, it's a vibrator. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I remember the. There's OG. some who are using it anally, and there's some who are doing other things with it. Right, 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 right. I do remember that. Well, anyway, so that was didn't my go lunch over that break. well. It didn't no, for it was, you it was or okay. for me. It was there. It was there. Yeah. You like that cock ring though. Cock ring's fun. It's fun. I had to stop though because I couldn't feel anything anymore. That is just <laughs> I had vibrating. When you become a human vibrator, at some point you become desensitized. And how long does that take? Uh, I have to review the tape, but I'm guessing it was about 10 minutes. I'm sorry? Huh? You have to review the what now? Hmm? No, we don't own four cameras. Um, yeah, it was, I had to, I think on the box it even says like, hey, don't be on using this all damn day. Because 
Because you hurt yourself. No, because well, in the moment I didn't. I kind of lost some feeling. I imagine if that was just on forever, you it'd be a while. For, you might lose feeling like for a minute. Nerves aren't made to vibrate at you know right. a thousand RPM. Right. And does it change, or is it just the same frequency? No, there's there's multiple. It's um that's a thing. Mm-hmm. You weren't too sure about it the first time. Yeah. I don't remember the first time, honestly. You weren't, you, you, it was, yeah. Well, you, you were on top the first time. Mm-hmm. You weren't, this time you were not. Right. So that was a whole, okay. It was a whole different. Mm-hmm. Wait, seriously? Seriously, <laughs> Shane? Seriously? We were All doing we gotta do is, so well. <laughs> All we got to do is say El Dorado. <laughs> we were doing so well. I was talking about my onion. Oh. Yeah. You did you? You yeah, do you like know. my onion dress, don't you? Yes. Designed the stuff for not just enough for free uh, sponsorship. I have a new one coming today. Mm. It's a camouflage dress. Mm-hmm. I know you're done with me in camo. Uh, when did you order this? Oh God, like four months, three or four months ago. Okay. So there's been like this whole. Because remember, we're supposed to be being more responsible. So first I have to tell you about the onion and then I have to tell you about being responsible. She's been having some issues with manufacturing and shipping and all that stuff. She uh, usually travels from city to city and does fittings right there. It's this really communal, awesome thing. And she hasn't been able to do that. So she's been overwhelmed with, you know, mail orders or whatever. And so last week she was like, yo, it's been two months. I haven't been able to fulfill the orders. Let me know right now if you want your money back and mm. I'll give you your money back. Even, even though these are custom pieces. Right. Um, so of course I couldn't bring myself to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about it, but I didn't. And now my pieces are coming today. So okay. I'm pretty excited. So money, mm-hmm. all the things. Um, today I kept track of what I would have purchased if mm-hmm. I weren't thinking about it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Mm-hmm a lot like my my default to my amazon like just thinking about it i blocked it mm-hmm. today I've, i learned one of the most important things to do with amazon is to turn off one click shopping oh i've ended that i don't do one click shopping but what is even better is block the fucking site mm-hmm. um there's three things i would have purchased today on amazon had I not been thinking about what you and I have talked about. Dare I ask the total, what the total would have been? Or is that an off-air conversation? No, not at all. I didn't buy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say like $100, maybe $150. Um, the kid comes to the office, literally nowhere to sit, no room for a chair. She's just on the floor. Mm-hmm. Luckily, there's a little rug there. And I was like, she's like, mommy, she got like a little floor pillow for when I come over. Floor pillows. First of all, it takes, you know, 15 minutes out of my day because I'm scrolling, looking at floor pillows. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, that's cute. But that would be weird. I got to get two. They were like $40 a piece. You, you you really have room for your desk. Why do you need two floor pillows? Uh, this is not the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy them. Oh, yeah. I'm just telling you oh, how my you're mind right. is. You're right. You're right. Um, I'm thinking floor pillow over here. I like symmetry. You know this. Floor pillow here, floor pillow there. Boom. Um, then I was like, we're not doing that, Aaliyah. Huh? So I sent you a text and it was like, can I get a floor pillow? It's $47. Da, da, da. And I was like, nah, just don't mm-hmm. whatever. Floor pillows are not going anywhere. Um, and then the second thing was she was sewing 
And I was like, you need a, a better um, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That would have been like $18. Mm-hmm. Definitely would have bought that without even thinking about it. Um, so it's not the amount. It's just, and it would have been. From what I'm hearing, it's not even you. Well, it is me. Because most no, of the time. You were fine until somebody needed things. And no, was, she didn't. I blame her. <laughs> if a 13-year-old can get me off my budget and buying a bunch of shit on Amazon, that's not her. That's me. It's very easy to say, no, I'm not getting you any four pillows. Sit your ass down on this carpet For the and shut up. Once every six months, you're going to pop over. Exactly. Um, I would have easily spent close to $200 today if I weren't paying attention to my spending habits. So speaking of kids and money, um, the little one, I think, is going to get an allowance. Hmm. We're going to um, set a routine with the chores mm-hmm. and it's give him a flat rate. And if he does something more every now and then, we'll throw him a couple more bucks. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i scared to find out what a seven-year-old allowance is. So <laughs> I, really I, got ta- I got talked down very quickly. Um, I said $20 a week, to which I got eyeball emoji sent back in return. And nah, a seven-year-old doesn't need $20 a week. They don't need $8 no. a month. So right now we're at 10 mm-hmm. um, and we're still going to review that and see if that makes sense or whatever else. So the issue though is, is his Fortnite V-Buck stuff separate from this allowance? Well, he here's the thing. He, so this started because he asked, he said to her that he wants to work with cash. Mm-hmm. So at that point. Which is fine. Right. But $10 in cash is how much in V bucks? Thousand V bucks. And how much is the skin? Anywhere from a thousand to two thousand. So he can he can potentially the skins that he usually ends up getting he can get in two weeks. Okay. As opposed to every three minutes mm-hmm. or begging every three minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a long conversation with him about dealing with money because as opposed to putting the money directly into the game because you can do things with money. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not always going to be a skin that you want. And what is this buying things for other people thing going on? So there is a gifting option mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the stuff that you, sometimes the things are free, but they can only be gifted to you. You can't just get it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a way to they encourage. Know it all. It's a way to encourage you to get friends on the game and mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. But there's also stuff that'll be a hundred V bucks, two hundred V bucks that you can gift back and forth or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, I'm solidly against gifting. Mm-hmm. Anything. Anything. Um, That's just a nightmare for... Right. So he accidentally gifted once and caught holy hell for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hasn't happened since. But there's... It becomes this thing like... And from what I've heard, I'm not hearing folks, kids asking, hey, can you gift me this? I'm not hearing that. But the inclination is, I want to gift my friend so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And Kogel's gotten gifts as well. Mm-hmm. It, it Just in my mind, there's no way that ends well Mm-mm. at all. So my thing is, like, there's no gifting, period. Um, I, I know enough about the parents to know that. The other part, too, for me was, we don't know that the parents want the kids to have any of this stuff. So the idea that we're gifting things without getting right. permission from the parents is a whole something. other problem. Yeah, that's, that's um, not cool. So there's that. So, like... If there's a dildo gun in Fortnite, I don't want Cole running around with a dildo gun in Fortnite. There wouldn't don't give it to him. There wouldn't be, but you know. Speaking of Fortnite, I have to make a note of this. What's today? Today is July 6th, mm-hmm. 2020. Um, 
We should do that more often. Like when I'm listening to old ones, mm. I really appreciate when I say, happen to say like, oh, it's April 11th because we don't always. Well, it's the, on the, the thing. Yeah. But it's something else about getting lost in the episode and, and bringing brought, being brought back to, oh, this was March. Oh, mm. this was February. So it's July 6th. And yesterday or Saturday, I don't know, one day this holiday Your tutorial. Weekend, yes, I got my tutorial. That was Friday, I think. Friday. So I've been asking to get just the basics of Fortnite from Cole for two or three months. And he's yeah. a terrible teacher. He's also a terrible I'll teach you. Sure. No, but that's that's, the, that's that what I mean. No. Well, that too. Um, once he, I was looking when, over his shoulder and I asked a question and he just straight up got up and walked away and closed the door. Once you just, once he decides to, he's not good at it either. Right. Well, I learned that. Yeah. So I woke up, you weren't there, and I was like, it was just one of those mornings where I was like, I just got to get some coffee and then I'll be a normal person. And I sat down and I was waiting for the coffee to brew or heat up or whatever. And he's like, so what do you know about? Fortnite. and i was like no this can't be the moment i've been waiting for this moment for so long the teacher long. comes Don't... when the student is ready that's not how that works and i said not a lot and he walks up to me he's annoyed he walks up to me annoyed i didn't even ask for anything so so wait, uh, no 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 no. but here's the thing you asked me two months ago yes to teach you this game right you did no research you did nothing you did nothing right so two here, months later I'm i come ready. back you still don't know what you still haven't done anything right yeah. He has right to be mad at you. So I And said, he had the no. benevolence to begin to teach you halfway. Yes, he did. And he said, so have you done the tutorial? And I'm like, oh my God, I tried. No, I'm still in the air on a yacht or something. Um, so then he's just quiet. Tap, 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 tap. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm doing the tutorial. And I was like, for me? Because I can't even see right. the tablet. And he's like, flashes to me. And then plays, 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 flashes, plays. I was like, this, I. So I'm I realize, gonna... I realize that this is a very much a child thing. Um, both of the kids with their tablets. Yep. They want to show you something, but they don't want to stop doing the thing. More so, they don't want to take their eyes off the tablet themselves. Correct. So I'll literally get shown the side of a tablet. Yes. So this is what this looks like. I'm looking at three millimeters of yep. tablet. Yeah. And then it looks back. And it's like, you didn't show me anything. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I get showed the other side. And it's like, I still don't know what's Can happening. Can I sit next to you, perhaps? Like what? So I just took my uh, tutorial. I'm doing air quotes here. And um, I don't know. I appreciate it. Cole will reach over it. my shoulder and tap shit while I'm playing when Fortnite. Playing. To like, no, go here. And it'll just swing. The, I'm like, nigga, no. Leave, stop touching. I'm far away. I'm far away from playing. So I finally told him, one day you're going to get on this game and I'm going to be there. And he just started laughing. Like, No, you're not. No, that's not going to happen. We'll see. I'm still the only parent. Actually, no, that's not true. His mother has played some now. Um, I Would that be weird if I saw his mom? Hi. I keep debating, debating whether that's a friend her in the I'm game. Here. Oh, so you wouldn't see her in the game? If I'm not friends with her, no. So he could be playing with her and he could be playing with you and the two of you don't see each other. We could be, no, we could be in the same room gaming and especially playing squads or whatever, we're on the same team. We'd be able to communicate with each other. But once that was over. Then you wouldn't see her. Right. I'm learning how to play. Yeah. So, did, oh, so did you, I watched, we watched Inception on Fortnite. 
There was a Jamel Hill thing on Fortnite. Did you get Correct. to that? I didn't. I, I I wasn't able to get into the room. Fortnite is, I don't know what's going It's It's its own. So I'm watching Fortnite, the tutorial. <laughs> so get this. I'm looking at the tutorial and I see Jamel's face popping, popping up, up on right. the screen. And I'm like, hey, hey, touch that. Touch that. <laughs> and he was like, oh, that's a talk. Like he's been seeing right. this. Yes. He's been seeing her face. He's like, oh, that's a talk that they're having on, on race Saturday. relations and Black Lives Matter. Right. And I'm like, is that Killer Mike? Like, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. So I was like, wait, can I see this for a second? So he gives me he gives me the tablet. Mm-hmm. I click in. I sign up. I register. And it says, it's closed. Can't get in. Mm-hmm. And it says, check back later. It was right. about an hour until it started. Right. And it said, check back later. See if you can come So there's a whole panel a whole on panel race on relations. relations. Wow. He, it's smart. It's super duper freaking <laughs> smart. It's amazing. So there's no way I'm going to ever tell him you no more Fortnite for you. Because I might miss out on what's happening in the world. You can play Fortnite after you listen to this after talk. After you listen to this talk. That's what you're about to do. Except this killer mic. So I don't know. I know. Why? Do, why? It, I don't know. It's the let's get a mix of folks, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, it was Jamel, regardless of. Killer Mike, and not Bomani. Who else? I can't remember who else was there, but yeah. I wonder if you can then watch it someplace else, like I, YouTube or. It's possible because um, it's something. possible because there was another big event with um, Astro World. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, uh, he had a whole big event on it that ended up being on YouTube. So it's possible. Travis Scott. Yeah, Travis Scott. So I imagine it's on YouTube somewhere. Um, I just it makes you wonder what the core. Fortnite audience is because I'm. We were watching Inception. Do they know that he's a young black kid and might likely have young black parents? Is that why he's getting that little bubble? No, that, I mean that was that that's everybody. The same way everybody got the chance to watch Christopher Nolan movies on the game. Mm-hmm. So it's like and Travis Scott, right? So it's like this game isn't really for you, young ones. Like so, I got a chance to blow his mind, and you know it took a very long time, much got, longer than most kids. You got a headshot, but uh, he said. Cole said, yeah, that's a a talk or something. And I said, oh, yeah, I forgot they can do that. They have Mm -hmm. things for adults. And he was like, yeah, they had a, did he say a rapper? He didn't say a rapper. He was talking about Travis Scott. They even had the guy with the braids or the something, something um, on there. And it was a show and it was a concert. And I was like, yeah, oh, it was Travis Scott. I was like, you know, I like Travis Scott. I met him once. I had to write a story about, so me, Shane, you know me. Yeah. I will throw that out all day long. Right. I forgot that he's seven. Mm-hmm. And he did not believe me. Mm-hmm. He was like, what? First of all, I'm not 100% sure that Colin Sanders said Travis Scott is a real person. He knows now. He but, was like, were you in the same room Because his him? first, his first said, introduction yes. to Travis Scott was, was in animated. Right. Right. Uh, would- you never know. You mean in terms of hearing him or seeing him? So he has heard sickle mode many times. So if he's heard sickle mode, he's not attaching it to a particular artist. Right. He's but he saying, knows that sickle mode is a real live person. And he knows that that animated version is an animated version of a real live person. I don't know that he knows that second part. I think he knows that there's a Travis Scott skin and, a, and they're doing this thing with the song. And we I made this animated you, figure. He knows. He's he, seven. He's he, not might, he might know now. I don't know if he knew at the time. Maybe. Maybe. I think he knows. Hmm. Anyway, now I win. <laughs> you can try to follow me in the coolness game, but I win for now. He asked me what the hardest moment of my life was. 
Mm-hmm. And I told him I was being homeless, and his mm-hmm. eyes got big as saucers. Mm-hmm. Like, you were homeless? It's like, yeah. And like, I said to you, are you absolutely ready for everyone you know to know that because he's seven? Uh, yeah. So there's very few people who don't know, really. Um, I'm talking about the guy at the liquor store, the guy in the bicycle shop. Oh, them I don't care about. His teacher, whatever. Okay. I don't care. I'm a goddamn redemption story. You are. I'm pursuit of happiness. Yes, you are. Except, yeah, you are. Except I can spell happiness. Well, that was, but that was, did you see the movie? Um, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, so I mean, it's the, there was the there was a thing to the happiness thing. Mm-hmm. It was a very brief thing. But yeah, so no, in terms of, at, I don't know if I'm answering him the same way in the middle of it. Of course. But now, yeah. And I, there's more and more part of me that wants him to start to understand, quote unquote, real world things, that people go through things and stuff happens and X, Y, and Z. So, and it was a brief conversation and talked about, you know, well, he's like, well, what was, what was the hush part about that? It's like, you know, not knowing where you're going to sleep on particular nights. And it's like, yeah, you know, you don't know if somebody's going to, you know, open the door and let you in. It's like, no, it's sometimes there, there, were, there were no doors. Right. Uh, you know, it's like, I talked about, you know, being on trains and mm-hmm. sleeping in um, Newark Penn Station. I didn't say Newark Penn Station, but the train station and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think sometimes that happens too. It's like some people live there. It's like some people live there. Yep. So, yeah. You said something to me that I thought was really interesting. Um, oh, I don't, my mom doesn't like that word, but sorry, mom. I still don't understand what the problem with interesting is. It's not, you can do better. There's so many better words than interesting. It's usually like a, cop-out word when your brain doesn't feel like coming up with something better intriguing it's just for every instance that you use interesting there's a better word all of which are just synonyms for interesting not always intriguing is just a synonym for interesting intriguing is but not always not all the words Mm. but you said that part of that there were places you could have gone Mm -hmm. and that part of the reason why you didn't is because you felt like the only way out was through and that if you slept, stayed mm-hmm. on somebody's couch, you'd still be there right. all this time later. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just were like, if I push through this, I'm done. Right. So I feel like the majority of my life has been avoiding having to push through things. There's, it's Because nobody wants to do that. Right. Nobody wants to sleep on a train. Nobody wants to do... I'm not going to say the hard things because it's not like it's a challenge. It's not like, you know, if you just practice the violin longer. It was just... Nobody wants to suffer. We're built to avoid suffering. Right. But I realized I spent so much time avoiding suffering that I was never getting to a place of not suffering. Right. Um, so one of the things I used to say all the time was um, sometimes you hit the bottom of the pool so you have something to launch off of and right. jump back up. Of course. The problem with that was the pool isn't always the the best um, metaphor for it, Some, because sometimes there is no bottom. You gotta get to, you gotta go through the goddamn tunnel. Mm-hmm. And I spent most of my life avoiding having to deal with things and and hitting the spot that I I think is clear at this point. I had to hit to get to wherever I am now. If I'm on, I don't know if I. We talked about. Um, yesterday about certain events in your life that if they had happened, we might not have met. For sure. Um, I think if I'm landing on somebody's couch, I don't know 
that I'm back in Montclair in any way, shape, or form, or whatever else, and I'm out of the range where we're meeting, that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's got to a point where Do I just had to go through. Do you feel completely removed from North Penn Station? Um, no, and I kind of hope that I never am. Um, that's not a thing that I want to... Yeah, it's not a thing I want to remove myself from. I think that's something I want to be a part of my being. Um, well, no, I know it'll always be a part of your being, mm-hmm. but I mean, in a, on a more practical level, on a day to day micro level, like a like like removed? fear of falling back there mm-hmm. kind of a deal. No, um, the to be frank, when and again, I'm saying I end up there because I did want to reach out to certain folks. But at the same time, part of the reason I ended up there was because I was alone in a lot of ways as well. That's not the case now. Mm-hmm. Um, we, our partnership is one that we we survive the things together, um, which is a much bigger, safer place to be than just doing it on your own. Like the worst of it, whatever the worst of it is. I know that. Uh, when we first when we started talking about getting our finances together and or me getting our finances together or us or whatever, um, you you said that like yo, that's not a place I'm ever trying to go back to mm-hmm. with, with you or without you. Sure, especially not with you. Right. Um, and I know that that definitely had an impact on me to really we're not going back there. Right. But um, still, it's something to consider. And when we, when you first told me and when we first had a real conversation about it, I remember telling you like, well, you know, I've never experienced that, but I did sleep at my job for a bit and you were like, you were homeless. And I was like, well, no, I wasn't homeless because I just didn't want to stay at my parents because I couldn't get to work and I would lose my job. And you're like, so you're homeless. And I'm like, well, no, because I could have stayed at my friend's house in Queens but it was kind of icky over there and I thought he might get the wrong idea about why I went to stay there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Ugh, uh. so all the things that I had very much romanticized it. Mm-hmm. Like I'd even written about it and talked about like, Oh, you know, I slept in the cubicle at billboard for a couple months. Cause I had all these freelance positions and I didn't want to drop any of them, but I never thought of it. And that's because as... we romanticize things like the, the whole, like that was, that was a brute, quote unquote bootstrap moment. Where like I'm building myself up and I'm gonna drag myself through and get to right. the other side, blah blah blah, and the options that you laid out weren't gonna work, so the they weren't reason, options. Right, and the reason why I got there, I didn't move out of my parents' house and say I'm gonna go sleep under the. That's romanticizing. Right. I got there because both of my roommates left. Right. An apartment and to go live with their boyfriends, mm-hmm. and I had a twelve hundred a month apartment in Brooklyn mm-hmm. in the nineties that I couldn't afford. I became homeless because my home was taken away from me. And I looked for people to come rent with me. It didn't happen in time. The the landlord came and took all the shit out and told me to get the fuck up out. Right. Um, I mean, even for me, like I'm talking about, you know, I could crash on somebody's couch. But me crashing on somebody's couch is far enough to where I'm only seeing Cole once a week, maybe. Mm-hmm. And at that point, that wasn't an option because mm-hmm. I did that already. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't going back to like i've like i actually found the shelter two blocks from his house mm-hmm. it's like that was important to me more than not being in the shelter so and 
And that was almost four months of being there. And then what happened? Uh, got a job driving at a senior center. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking to folks in the center like, hey, I'm looking to rent a room, whatever. <clears throat> and one of the ladies who worked there knew, had a friend in Montclair who was trying to rent a basement room. She... Um, I think she was living with her sister. Sister moved out, so she was trying to cover and make things ends meet. So it was kind of like really easy. Um, I remember meeting the my landlady, and her thing was like, "Well, I hadn't planned on having a man living downstairs. Do you have any references?" Mm. And I was like, "Well, my ex-wife. If my ex-wife will vouch for me, you know I got to be okay." <laughs> and she laughed, and she reached out and. That was that, and yeah, that was it. And I was there for, I would say, a year and a half after that. Then you came along. Your resilience is one of the things that I love most about you. And I mean, pre-me. I've seen a lot of resilience, and you know, just even in the beginning of our relationship. But mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about what I saw with my own eyes, just what I know. It's so fucking hard. It's so fucking hard to just put one foot in front of the other every goddamn mm-hmm. day and try to make something come together. And just getting from those four months to... Right. Like, I, you used to tell me about not me not being allowed to come to... The, the, the dungeon. To the dungeon. As and, it was unaffectionately called. Right. And I would always try to tell you, like, this dungeon is a sign of how dope you are, of your growth. Like it's so it's harder to get from the shelter to the dungeon than it is to get from the dungeon to the two story sure. apartment mm-hmm. in the freaking lofts. Way harder. Yeah. So <laughs> you would feel like, oh, she, you can't come here. But I would be like, but this is a representation of the nigga that I'm really in love with. Like knowing that you can get from here to here without just being like, you know how many people just be like, you know what? Fuck it. It's just, there just can be a time where things just feel so heavy that, I, you know, my moment like that was when I was depressed and I knew I had a very simple fix. I knew exactly what I needed. I mm-hmm. knew the dosage. I knew it would take a week and I would be okay. Mm-hmm. And my therapist wouldn't see me without an appointment and they had a 60 day wait, waiting list. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I want to fuck him up. <laughs> For not understanding. That's how fucked up the system is. That you would let somebody who's telling you they're going to be suicidal soon right. not come in. Because it's a waiting list. Right. Um, I think that version of myself so often for holding on and deciding to find somebody in that week. Mm-hmm. Or else nobody's having no conversations. Right. So I always said that the thing that was going to save me was a job, a home, or love. And I'm saying that while I'm in the dungeon. Like, I'm not kind... The the dungeon was a step up. It was light years for me being on the train. But I, I knew, like, that's not home. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm... I have access to the kitchen and things, but I don't go there because it's uncomfortable. All the, I don't... I have this box. Mm-hmm. Um, at, that, at that point, I was like, I need, a, I need a job, a home, or love. One of those three things is going to save my life. And they all came at once. 
mm-hmm. which was the wildest part. So I meet you and we hit it off immediately. Yep. Um, we hit it off immediately and then it's, I need help with some business stuff. Yep. And we're helping working with some business stuff. And then shortly thereafter, I'm basically living with you mm-hmm. unofficially for however long mm-hmm. and then all the other things. Mm-hmm. It all happened in such a quick succession that I think sometimes myself as well, but I think people who have paid attention to me and what's been going on with me the last couple of years look at that last three months, I'll say, mm-hmm. and make that the story. It kind of erases the last three years. Absolutely. Because like, so it ends up being like, well, you can have been doing this all along or it wasn't that bad. Right. Or <laughs> who the fuck are you to suddenly be in this space? Right. Which is, and there's some, and obviously the folks are also proud of me and happy that I've come out of what I came out of and everything else. But the way that flash bit was such a flashpoint, it almost erases the the work and the, and the, the shit that came before it to get to that point. Like the flashpoint doesn't happen except for some very specific things aligning. Well, it's like one of the things being you being on hinge. Well, yeah. Being on hinge Mm -hmm. takes you believing in yourself enough Mm -hmm. to think somebody swiping just might. Well, even then the belief in myself was I was working at a job that was actually pretty horrible. Terrible. (laughs) But, I had the illusion of some form of come up. Mm-hmm. So I was feeling myself just enough to do that. Mm-hmm. Without that job, I'm not on hinge. Without right. that job, I'm not working in our second office mm-hmm. that is a studio on a farm that my son comes to and hangs out with while you're at your office we're doing whatever. And then we go back to the palace. <laughs> we got a palace. We got a trap and we got a cottage like these things don't happen without that job giving me the slightest hint of feeling normal so as much as it didn't pan out and as much as it was kind of a shit show that saved me as much as anything else did Mm -hmm. well i thought so too but I, i still think i don't think the job is what gets you on hinge it's partially that I'm I'm legitimately not actively dating because I don't have the money to date. Like that was an actual thought process. I need money in my pocket to take you out for ten dollar dumplings, which is something I didn't have prior to that. Right. Okay. So yeah, because there's not too many. Let's just walk around the parks. You know, especially. I would have walked around the park. You are one in a million. <laughs> like, dating on apps, especially for a dude, is a tryout. A tryout for what? For a, a second date. <laughs> I think there are plenty of women on dating apps that would be okay with a date with a walk in the park. I think there are those. Maybe a bottle of water. The, yeah, the first date maybe, but you have to have something to offer. What that thing you offer is depends on the person what they find valuable. I'm fortunate that the person who I found on Hinge found what I had valuable. Yeah, because you told me. I will never be stable. Right. And I was like, that doesn't sound right. And I said, oh, no, I think I let off with, I'm not safe to date. I love uh, safe. I'm, 
because yes, because I'm not stable. Correct. And then I explained to you what stable was. And then you said, well, let me tell you what my not stable is. <laughs> no, that's not what happened at all. You said I'm not safe. And, I, and whatever it was, it was with a Which is a terrible of, leading line on a date. With a, and it was a degree of finality. Like, it wasn't even on a date. It was prior. Right. It was text messaging. Yeah. And I was like, that just doesn't seem right. And I was like, well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And you listed the things that in your mind Right. And may, for me, safe, and for me safety was stability. Right. And I was like, can you have my back? Can you help me? With this, all the things that I mm-hmm. want to do, and you're like, "Oh, that's safe and stable." Sure. Oh, my bad. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Um, I, that came up in therapy a lot, mm-hmm. where I would tell my therapist, "He said he's not safe, or he and, said he's not stable, and he said that that means this, 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 and this." And that's part of where the joke about the aunties watching comes from, because right. in my mind, you judged yourself based on what the aunties. In my mind, the bar that you set is really low. Mm. And as we get further along, I understand that it's actually not a low bar. It's um, not at all. I actually, Nothing dealing with me I actually, is a low bar. I actually learn more and more what isn't a low bar because I've, and not to to kneecap anybody, but I watch, I've, I've been in a space where I've actually had the time to watch people mm. and breathe and look around and observe. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching other dudes. It's like, oh, you think that's like some extra wild shit that I think is just normal shit. Mm-hmm. So, like what? Um, so, and I think you, you'll argue this and you won't argue this, argue against this, but you are higher profile than I am. Mm. Right. But we, but you are, mm. you don't have, you're not a nitba. And How dare you? How do you know about that acronym? <laughs> we made it up together. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. Trust me. Oh, we didn't? Well, I've known about my it for a long time. My assistant from 10 years ago. Okay, my bad. Well, yes. Hi, Nippa. Yeah. I have a call for you uh-huh. on line seven. Yeah. So you don't you don't write all these books and do all these things. And I walk in thinking that we're equal profile, equal space in terms of recognition and everything okay, else. Okay, I'll take that. Nobody's walking through our town saying hey shane and mallette that's not a thing no it's not a thing um that in of itself is a space where i think there are a lot of dudes that couldn't manage that i know there are i dated <laughs> <laughs> like that's a that's a thing that's a thing that is so a no-go can i tell you something about that mm-hmm. i think i told you this before but the person can you be mullet no that's weird no i cannot be mullet um Jesse Mollett. I dated someone who had some issues with my profile. Mm-hmm. And where I where this person lived was even deeper into where I would run right. into people. Mm-hmm. But where where you and I live, I run into people that I actually know by face. Right. Where he lived, we run into people that I did not know right. but followed me on social media. Right. Which is an even creepier. Well, I've been with you in those scenarios too. Right. We've um, been in we've been in supermarket parking lots and I've heard, are you Really? Yeah. There was a Starbucks episode one time, too, that happened. I don't remember that. This would happen quite often in his neck of the woods. Mm -hmm. And uh, one time, we were standing at the counter of a CVS or something. Mm -hmm. Both of us are facing the counter. Someone behind me says, Fro girl. Excuse me, Aaliyah. Are you Aaliyah? That's okay. And I turn around. 
And I say, I am. And she's like, I follow you on Instagram. Can we take a picture? And I love you so much. We take a picture. And she said, I'm not going to get all choked up. But I have to tell you that when you were talking about XYZ thing last year, I was going through the exact same thing. And sometimes I just go back and back and back to those messages that you wrote. And it still sticks with me. And I just, I really appreciate it. So I'm like kind of choked up. I hug her. And and I said, oh, my God, let me introduce dude's gone mm. like he paid for the stuff and left <laughs> like went to the car and was just waiting for me right. because ugh. and she was like oh yeah he'd been left i was like right of course i knew that that happened i would say every single time that happened unless it was a dude mm. if a dude was like are you then he's right no she ain't <laughs> um i thought that was normal and it was not until i think it is normal <laughs> It ain't normal for I think me. I think normal in terms of frequency. Was, normal in terms of frequency. No, I thought it was normal. Like I went to the car mm-hmm. and just got in the car and went about my way. Right. I wasn't like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Like you're not what is what? Right. Um I thought it was normal that your partner might feel that way and that after something like that, you cushion them and say, make sure that they feel okay, mm-hmm. make sure they feel like they're the man and blah blah blah. blah. Um, I thought that was normal. I thought it was normal to have that little support and respect. Um, the relationship before that, the person would have stayed there, but they would have looked uncomfortable and they definitely wouldn't have said hello to the person. They right. just would have been like, "Ugh, I don't know how I feel about this. I have come up for as long as my profile has been the tiny profile that it is, thinking that I have to look back and rub the back of the person I'm with right. to make them understand I'm not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. I'm, you're still the big deal here. Right. And that's... So, yeah, like, I didn't know who you were before, because that would have been weird. Very. <laughs> I didn't know who you were before we met, but I, as time went on, I was starting to grasp, like, where you were in the like GPS Like, when you told of... me to go, why don't you go do a story on PJ Morton then? Little miss, I can do anything. <laughs> Actually, no, it's funny because you're talking about um, running into folks and what your partners did and didn't or didn't do. Um, this this story that popped in my head, I think, shows how quickly you either adapted to the kind of person I am or decided that you weren't going back to the others. Hmm. We're at third space. And I think it's like a Saturday or Sunday. It's pretty quiet. Um, and there is a conference or something happening in another room. A woman comes to our door. And she's chatting with us about the thing that she's doing. Like, I have a podcast here. I'm connected to doing things in different countries in Africa. X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. Um, we're about to record. Actually, we're about to record uh think it's how to love one of the how to loves with who well i say david hmm. maybe i think it's david um wait he did david you mean paul no paul was at the house we didn't do david darnell darnell excuse okay. me darnell um so i got it set up in the the back of yeah. the other space and she the woman's gone from being outside the door chatting and i was saying well we gotta go get ready blah 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 and in my head, I got myself up and I'm setting up and I come back and she's still there and like all these other things. After she goes, you are pissed. Really? Because your response to me was, 
I don't know her. She's very aggressive. Oh, her. Right. I don't. We don't know. I don't know her. She's very aggressive. I was and like, when you went to go set up, I felt like you left me to the wolves. Yep. Now in my mind, I'm thinking this is just another part for the course. Right. Um. I'm. But I'm not thinking about danger or anything else. If I if I had been in that mindset, I wouldn't have. But as you tell me the story about that part, the idea that that scenario, just because it was a less than pleasant one, it was very much like, where the fuck are you going? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, if, I feel like because there's the expectation of me not going in these very similar scenarios. Well, that's because you had already, you had already established yourself. That's what I mean. As that. Like there was a time in that same office where you had to shut somebody down because they were coming into the office or trying to leave you don't remember it it was like some other person oh this was in a um, scenario like that and you were like that's when we had the other event going that was uh, it was an event for me it was something we had done oh i forgot about that one too yeah and i was in the office yeah. and i feel like my mom was there my mom was in the office with mm-hmm. me and somebody was trying to come oh, in that right, wasn't right, right. supposed to be in there yeah. that happened before what you're talking about right. so there had already been like i'm already something about Centoya, which is a whole other event where that popped up too with homeboy sorry i'm not gonna start crying i'm already like by the time of what you're talking about i'm already looking for you right and i've written about this a lot that early on i'm looking for you at an event and um if if i can see you you know then i'm like all right cool i can chill out Mm -hmm. and prior to that it would be a light right (laughs) a window I've always, since high school, if it's time for me to do the thing, I'm right. going to look at something and mm-hmm. just make sure I can put my eye on it. So you're, so as a, as you tell, as you talk about um, the person you ran into, I'm looking at that moment now and I'm thinking, well, that's the, that's the acknowledgement of the bar being said, like, I, I'm not going back to, I'm just sitting by myself with a stranger, whether it's a good experience or not, where the fuck are you going? Stay here. I felt that like almost immediately. Mm-hmm. I felt like. I mean, I've written about that too. I feel like you're my person. And your person is not just your sexual person. Mm-hmm. It's a person that's going to hold you down, make sure you're straight, whatever. Right. And I think seeing that, you know, the first picture that we have of us together outside of the one from my first date was taken by my daughter the first time mm-hmm. she met you. Um, it was the, at the an green event. shirts. The green, no, no, not the green shirts. The, sh- the picture of us that you don't like. Because you know, oh, it's yeah, at yeah, Thursday. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. super early on. Right. And it's the first picture that I've that anyone ever took of us right. outside of a selfie. So it amazes me even more now than it did at the time that this girl's like, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even making it clear yet that this is my dude. Mm-hmm. And she takes out her phone. She's 12. And she sees me standing with you and is like, that's a moment that I want to capture right. right there. So she already sees it. Mm-hmm. And it didn't take very long. I think the people in my at circle, that point she knows me as your assistant. No, I would never. Yeah, I didn't call you my assistant. Whatever, well, whatever it was, manager slash whatever, whatever. it was. I was, I was, it was a business. It was a business thing, right? For sure. I'm sure she knew better, clearly, but it was, <laughs> and um, it just like you said, there was that three months that just kind of like right. It was the same thing for me, except the three months of the beginning. I think a lot of people were just kind of like, I'm going to show you this set of photos. I guess it's in a it's in a um, Google photo thing called Mulligan. 
and it's just a bunch of pictures of us. Mm-hmm. What is fascinating to me is the faces of people in the background. Like there's a picture where, where Portia's just like, oh my God, are they standing next to each other? Remember I told you at the time at the Centoya thing. Right. After Centoya's done, we're all just milling about. Mm-hmm. Somebody says, Shane and Aaliyah take a picture. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it looks like we're going to fucking prom. Because all of my friends are <laughs> I like. Don't remember, I don't remember that. <laughs> David, and, there's like four different points. Mm-hmm. I have pictures from four different people. Sky, who's there. Right. Maisie, Portia and Paul, David and uh, Kim. I did not realize that. So there's this group of photos you can look at. It's really fun to see mm. Maisie in the background, Portia in the <laughs> background. Like the first three months of our relationship, everybody's just thoroughly confused. What are we doing? Are we really like, do people care? I remember, so I can't remember who it was, but there was another event at Third Space and things are winding down. And there's this one dude who's essentially trying to wait me out. Ooh. <laughs> Do we know him now? I don't. Did I know this? I don't think you knew him. And, I and he clearly didn't know. Mm. But he was, he's just waiting and waiting. I can wait. Waiting his turn. Whatever. And it's like, so we're going to go now. What about when our co-friend... I don't know if you want me to say her name. Our writer friend came. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I didn't tell her. Because, I mean. Well, if you're going to be real, there was the other writer friend, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there was the first. Which one was first? There was the first the, writer your, friend. The, the first writer friend is the one you're talking about. Okay. Yes. So that writer friend, I didn't tell her. And you were doing the things. You right. Get, here's your beer. And here's mm-hmm. your food. And here's your this. I've been following... We've been following each other on Twitter for I don't know how long, and every now and then, mm-hmm. just didn't realize who I was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was that was quite very hilarious. uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, that that didn't last long. We weren't able to. Wait, you gotta finish what happened though. Okay, so she said, oh, "Shit, what happened? You probably know more." I think. wasn't there. I was in the room. Apparently, she said there was something some about you being yes. Wait, was it shoot your shotage or was it just he cute, who that, something, something? I don't. I, I wasn't was, in the room. She said something, mm-hmm. either I'm going to shoot my shot or he's cute mm-hmm. or something. And my stomach was super queasy. I think it was more than he's cute because your stomach got super queasy. That's all it would have taken. <sighs> if I know I have to say something. If you say he's cute, I got to say something. And You didn't. What? What not, do you mean? Not on he's I cute. did. Not on he's cute, you don't have to. I would have. Mm. But it was more than your, he's cute. And I was like, oh, I didn't need to say anything. Mm-hmm. She just saw my face and she was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, I'm so sorry. She was like, ew, that is so gross. And then she figured out who you were. Which she made it worse. You. And she was like, oh, my God, I can't. The only reason why I'm okay saying this is because she has referenced this yeah, yeah. on the Facebooks since then. And we're not saying their names, so no. it's fine. Mm-mm. But that was pretty... And then the other one. Who shot their shot. Who did shoot their shot. I don't remember if I told them. You did. In that moment, yeah. I told them? Mm-hmm. I Because I think there I'm was some surprised. embarrassment after the fact. Oh, yeah. Well, there would have been some embarrassment. That's not. No, did I tell no, you no. in the moment? You told me later. But the person didn't know. It they wasn't like know. It wasn't like they did not some know. others. But that whole life of <laughs> no one knows that you're. 
Like, even the whole time of you, like, sitting outside of my office was just dumb. Like, I don't know who we thought we were fooling. Everybody knew. But we just felt like we needed to. Well, so that wasn't even that so much. At least it wasn't for me. Because as we've discovered, even being here, when you have meetings going on, you don't want to hear a pin drop. No, that's true. So there's that. Also, let's not pretend that that office was particularly large. It wasn't, but it was the same size as the one we ended up in. Yeah, but I had a desk and a chair at that point. Right. So. Because I made that so. Flex. Okay. I'm no, <laughs> not in a flexy sort of way. Just because I was like, in a way that I didn't in the other office. It was like, yo, we're gonna be in this office together. That coincided. Well, by that with, point, we're partners. Right. We're not partners in the first office. No, we're not. We fucking. In the job and we're walking in and leaving together. I don't know. I just feel like everybody... we live in the same town, and we... don't neither one of us drive. I mean, yeah, you can explain all that, but I'm still like, we I mean, didn't even kiss each other. Like, we would make sure. Actually, we didn't kiss each other to the very last day. To we the didn't. very last day, Mm-mm. it will be like a sneaky. I think, which is super ridiculous. I kissed you once in the office. That's ridiculous. And that was in the podcast studio. I don't even remember, but that was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't quite to the extent that we're fighting the reflex. For sure, absolutely. We're leaning over like, oh shit. Like no, we said, so I'm supposed to kiss you now, but, but I'm not. I'll see you later. Or will I would sometimes I would kiss you once we got out of the parking lot. Maybe if we're walking to the pizza place or something, we might hold hands. Mm-hmm. But I think all of it was kind of it was dumb. It was dumb. But it was cute dumb. It was fun dumb. Was it? Yeah. Cute dumb? Yes. Fun dumb? Not really. I really wanted to be in a place like, I didn't like it. I didn't like the, are they or aren't they? That's lame. That's super lame to me. It's very moonlighting. Did you watch that? Yeah, of course. I don't know. It might have been too young for you. Anyway. That was the 80s. Um, I, didn't, I don't like that sort mm-hmm. of thing. And I didn't feel like it was actually, it could be kind of stressful frankly you know the hmm. pretending and the whatever i'm glad that that's over i suddenly want to put out a psa for the, the sake of some folks that follow us why so this may have to get cut really because i don't i don't know what do you mean oh what you're about to say yeah i thought you meant like the past no 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 are you really trying to do this to yourself? Because yeah. I, okay. Let folks have their relationships in peace. What? There are no new mullies. What? There are no new mullies. Oh, there are no new mullies. Okay. Everything can't be what yeah, we I mean, did. just because you said it, don't make it so. But if you want to say it. Leave people alone. Or. Or. Or leave people alone. Or let people do what they want to do. That I'll, I'll let the couple do what they want to do. Stop harassing people. Well, I don't think that one comment on one post one time. You made it sound like it was more than one comment on one post okay, one time. Okay, maybe it was. But still, I don't think that that's any of our business. I think if it gets parachuted into our posts, then that's problematic. But if I just happen to be seeing somebody else post and I'm not... Oh, wait. I was tagged. Huh. Yeah, that's kind of whack. Mm-hmm. But in a humorous way. So I'll say it. I um somebody tag if you tag me in something, then that's fair game for good talk. I'm sorry to say, mm-hmm. someone tagged me because a friend of mine is in a relationship now that she's slowly bringing out slowly but surely. 
I think we've gotten like his entire profile now. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone said in the comments, uh, it's just like Molly, the reveal. I can't right. wait for the reveal. And I was like, ooh. And then someone commented like, ooh, maybe this is, let's say, let's call him new Molly. Key, key, key. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. This guy, not going to like that. Can you imagine if no. that caught on and his name was new Molly? That'd be terrible. Oh, God. And then what does that make you? Old Molly? <laughs> It's like the new adventures of old Christine. Great show. Did you watch that show? No. Really good show. Old Christine is called such because her husband uh, marries a new wife and she's young and her name is Christine. So mm. she becomes old Christine by default. Yeah. That folks be. No new Molly and old Molly? No. Nah. You're just mad because your Molly. Um, no. Your Molly's wearing off now. If if this person wants to be handed the Molly crown, mm-hmm. they can have it. Also, just you're they okay be... with someone being Molly. Right. Just not new Molly. Not against their will and not being compared to a whole other relationship that they don't know anything about. Right. That's a lot. Well, the girl, the woman, mm-hmm. knows all about it. Sure. But she she's been mollified from day she one. She doesn't want to be new you either. So, yeah. No, you live. wouldn't. There's no new Aaliyah. No. That's just not possible. No. You look exhausted. I'm not though. My neck hurts a little bit. My neck's been sore. No, you don't actually you don't look exhausted. You just look regular tired. Mm. Ready? I think so. This was interesting. Yeah, this was fun. We almost got off the rails with some sexy times. We We. How did it start? Oh, talking about onions. That'll do it. Um, It's not. I'm going to sleep here. I almost did once. I wouldn't have been comfortable. No. Maybe you'll get a fold out. So you can have your. You can have a nice little something, something (laughs) over here. I'm done living in places without showers. Meet me at 108 Orange Road. There's a shower over there. Have you seen that shower? I have. Hell no. There's a really nice shower at the trap house. 